Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. It's 545 and it's perfect outside, so wander around in it. We're in paradise. A little warm for November, but still, what are you going to do? Uh, Brett hits us up with a, a troll, <laughs> a, an immediate dip. I love the uh, music in the morning. I just don't like the talking. Is there an app I can listen to just the music? Yeah, it's called the <laughs> Apple iTunes app. You dumbass. It's like two two songs an hour. You're just poking the bear. You know what you're doing. It's a clever way of getting under my skin right away. And, a, and a, I love the music in the morning. There's hardly any. We admit it. It's a talk show with some music mixed in. Go f*** yourself. Yeah, the app is called The Beth Show. <laughs> I don't like her music. We don't like much music because we're not playing a lot of it. Now, now I'm going to work today <laughs> to talk so much that there's never music. I like we're going to just blow right through and there'll be no music, none. It's my no music Tuesday promise <laughs> to that dickhead right there. Who Way just to go, troll! Starts the day off with one of those trolls. One of those guys. Right after I get this email, <laughs> this email's fantastic. I just responded to this lady. It says, uh, Dear John, I saved it in my notes just because I want this to live forever. <laughs> it says, I heard you say what you've said for years just the other day again, which is if you're a public school teacher, you should quit and get a job that you respect. Now, I've been saying that for 20 years on this show. I'm like, hey, all you guys do is seem unhappy. Uh, I watch, you know, gay art teachers and. Uh, women who are like upset that they can't make ends meet, and then that red for red thing happened. I'm like, look, guys, you're public school teachers. This, this passion of yours isn't much of a passion if you're begging for money. We've got to live, right? But you know, you're saying that you're working there because of passion. Passion doesn't pay. So if you want to get paid and do your passion, eh, you pick the wrong career, and you're not treated right. The parents are assholes. I'm not blaming the teachers, but I think you should quit. I've been saying it for years. This, uh, this lady says, I felt compelled to write you to tell you in 2017, you said those same words as I was driving to work. I went in that day and thought, you know what? He's right. I had two parents on my voicemail telling me stupid things. One was their kid wasn't able to write anymore because his hands hurt. <laughs> Jesus. I, I would lose it right there. His hands hurt too much. Uh, and it was my responsibility to make sure that the daughter of the other caller did her homework. Not the parents. They didn't want to hear from me about that. I don't even know how I'm supposed to be responsible for a kid doing his homework. That's why they're home and it's work. I had had it. So at the end of that year, 2017-2018 school year, at the age of 29, I quit my teaching job and walked out of my passion. You always say get a job at Home Depot. I actually considered it. I got a job at Federal Express instead. I made a little less but was immediately happier and respected. Here's where it gets good. Oh. Then I discovered in the summer of 2019, I have orgasms that people will pay for. <laughs> Turn. <laughs> right from teacher <laughs> to FedEx to delivering. Only fans. Uh, then I discovered I have orgasms people would pay for. Last year, I made $210,000 on OnlyFans. Shut your mouth. How much? Two ten. Send pictures to D Toledo. That's at what I'm to. Well, she, then she says, I'm not going to give my name or my thing because I don't want to be that girl. I don't want you guys gawking at me. I like the anonymity. She doesn't evidently want one of them no face things. No. She says, but I'm doing just fine. We don't need a face. That's right. Yeah. Hey. Well, just give us your page. Right. She said, I'm not asking for help. My email was to say thank you because I heard you talking about teachers again the other day. And I got curious how many other people 
have not emailed in, but do the exact same thing because you kind of sparked something. Uh, Ailey is her name. Ailey. Never seen that before. Well, Ailey. That's like the second teacher I heard. The one was an Australian teacher. Well, sure, but not because of me, Brady. Pay attention to why this is happening. <laughs> I'm the catalyst for OnlyFans. You're welcome, world. You're welcome, teachers. Doing God's work. Two hundred and Thank you, Brett. $210,000 a year. All you got to do is moan on a camera and look halfway decent. She doesn't have much of a face, evidently, this Ailey. <laughs> She's afraid to show it, but I kind of like that. I like the no-face girl porn. That's kind of fun stuff. You don't really get attached. You don't look for her again. Uh, the body's good. But, yeah, if you've got an orgasm people will pay for, and guess what? Lots of you do. Why are you hanging out with a bunch of little kids? <laughs> If you're getting ready for school this morning and you're sitting there thinking of one of the Bradens, Cadens, or Aidens in your class, it just drives you nuts. And the parents won't do a thing about it. Get in there and grab that magic buzzing carrot and give yourself a once-over and listen. Is this is this valuable? Is this something people might pay for? I know you've got your hang-ups about like, well, I wouldn't do that or whatever. But you do have something. Somewhere out there, and she's pulling in $210,000 a year. That's a heck of a lot more than you dealing with somebody's kids and babysitting for eight hours. Quit your jobs today, public school teachers, and let these parents handle their own kids in their own way. It's just become this, this some sort of institutionalized babysitting gig, and it's a nightmare. And you, the minute you give your – look at what COVID did. I couldn't have been more right about this. The minute we gave those kids back to the parents, they lost their minds. What are we supposed to do with them for eight hours a day? Well, you're working from home. You had, I hate this. It's And then everybody blames COVID for like their kid's stunted growth. And COVID's the reason why my kid didn't have social skills. No, he was hanging out with you the whole time. You guys don't need your kids eight hours a day. You're the ones who made your kids freaky. If COVID, COVID was only a year. I had a kid who had testicular cancer in his sophomore year of high school, missed a year and didn't socialize, came back better than ever. COVID screwed up. Little Braden, Caden, Aiden, Hayden, Hayden, Maddie, and Hannah, they don't have social skills anymore. Why not? You didn't talk to them the entire time they were home with you? Why would I do that? I mean, I didn't know what to do with it. It's my child. I, I don't need it there all day. Yeah, the second public school teachers were like, you take them. Remember that? The crazy outcry. What are we supposed to do with our kids? I don't know. You had them. You figure it out. I work. You didn't. No one did. We were all home. But I, I no, worked You got no home. excuse. You made, a, you made a person, and you don't want it all day. You want somebody to take care of it for seven or eight hours. And there it was, waking up with you, staring at you like, what are we going to do today? And then what? You, you found places where crafts, desperate teachers would take in like five or six of them. Then you just demand it. The, the only reason Zoom is a thing, A, porn invented it, B, uh, parents of kids they didn't want planted them in front of that screen and made teachers teach from their houses for eight hours a day and the private schools and the best thing that came from that was that teachers learned the computer and how they can do exactly what Ailey's doing which is have orgasms for money right there and say I don't need your kids anymore good for you I'm proud of you and I'd love to hear from other people who have heard me say something nonsensical and insane and then quit their jobs that's bananas but I love it. And look at how much, look at the, you're sitting there thinking of quitting your job right now in your car. And I'm telling you, go for it. 
you'll make $210,000 whipping your piece around on uh, TV. I think that's a great thing for everybody out there. We've all got it. Let's see how valuable yours is. Haley made two ten. I don't believe it. I want to see. I, I want to see evidence. I need some paperwork, yes. and I need to see what you're doing. Haley, D Toledo at ninety eight KUPD We know you know how to work email because you've already <laughs> fired one over to me. Let's put a link together and see that, and maybe join up and get you up to two. Want to make two eleven? Yeah, yeah, we'll make you two eleven. Two hundred ten thousand dollars. I didn't think that was a thing. There's so many OnlyFans people. She has to be pretty good doing some goofy stuff on there to make that happen. I didn't know that was a capability for some former school teacher. Nice work, Ailey. And I find it, uh, you know, most people would cower in the face of this information. I find it empowering. I think all of you should quit your jobs today and start having orgasms online. I think it's a good idea. Let's saturate the world with it. Not you, lady. You you go work. But if you think about it, you know, that's basically what our phones and our our uh, technology has reduced itself to as far as communicating with somebody. The second somebody's out of town or, you know, you start dating somebody new or you got that going on, it's just a series of pictures of both people masturbating. I mean, really, that's what uh, every relationship ends up being. You're, you're past that, Brady. You won't do it. But I think most people, you probably tugged it online for Matthias. Yeah, there's that face. Well, you know, <laughs> I didn't make two hundred and ten thousand no. dollars. No, you know, you got Matthias though. She's Otherwise, the, I wouldn't be in this this business. Well, on the other end, Miss New Booty's probably shown a few things that are like, "Holy smokes!" Yeah, we maybe. all use our phone. <laughs> other than Brady on the planet, other than him, we all use our phones for that. I was oh, with absolutely. a ninety-two-year-old woman last night. Oh, uh, had dinner. With a 92-year-old woman last night and told her, she goes, oh, I just got this iPhone. And I'm like, get any dick pics yet? She started laughing and she goes, you can do that? Like she was interested. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> something that she was against. Tell me more. Yeah. How, do, how does uh, one go about that? And she forgot her reader, so she couldn't figure out how to type things in. She goes, I'll work on that at home. Like I think in another time, she'd be like, whoa, I don't like to have that. That's what it all comes down to. We all end up tugging away, thinking that somebody out there needs to see it. Surprisingly, it pays now. It used to just be you and you and your chick. And it's been that way since the beginning of time. The first movie ever made, the first motion action photo that was ever taken that moved a person from was a naked lady. We're into it. We dig it. And if you're teaching kids or you're miserable at your work, Give your horn a tug <laughs> and show the world what you're made of because that's what it's all about right now. I'm proud of you, Ailey. I think that's good. And I would. Actually, that would be a nice segment to have. Uh, people who have heard me say something stupid and then said, you know what? I'm doing it. And it gave them – I'd like to hear from the ones who tried it and then failed even more and then had to go crawling back and eat eat tons and tons of <laughs> with their old boss going, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have quit. I, I got to come back and get a pay cut or something. You find out. But yeah, like school teachers and stuff, you guys are, you're getting robbed. You're getting screwed rotten. Cops, the leverage that they have is so unbelievable if they all just decided to go, well, then forget it if you don't want us. And guess what's happening? The older cops are like, the day I can retire, I'm going to. And I'm not going to take that extra time or anything else. They're all looking to get out the first day they can because they've had it. 
They've had it with the mistreatment and the lack of respect and everything else, and they're done. Like, we, we did this because it was our passion. We thought, you know, there's some bad cops. Obviously, there's going to be rotten cops. Yeah. Every workplace has some rotten employees. But for the most part, all these people wanted to do was nice things for the community. You know, be a stopgap between trouble and goodness. And everybody's like, you suck. You, they all have airtime. One or two of them wreck the whole bunch, and they everybody treats them like garbage. And they're quitting. They're quitting in droves, and they should. They're underpaid, underappreciated. Cops are another one that I'd be like, screw this. If you got a nice piece, whip that thing out and try to pull on 210K a year doing that. The retirement's not the same for OnlyFans. It's the one thing cops have over teachers is that full pension at the end there. But, yeah, I know plenty of people who hate their jobs. And you don't have to hate your job. You can yeah, go, and, I mean. Don't talk. Don't. You're going to start saying, you don't have to do that. You can sell ice cream. What were you going to say? No. All right. I was saying the thing, uh, the teaching thing where it's kind of gone off kilter is it's never been a job. Like, hey, you want to get, I want to be rich. I want to make some money. Uh, I'm going right. to do it by a, being a teacher. It was That's never, never that. been said. Right. And it and was, so, it used to just be a job that old a house, like old maids It's would always do. been kind of a, that, and it's always been kind of a, a calling people want to, Right, they they want to teach somebody. It's they want their to teach passion, kids. but then you can't complain that the passion doesn't pay, and because it's not your passion at that point. Money's your passion. If and you're it bitching has that changed. you don't get enough money from your passion, because a lot of people do like charity work for nothing because it's their passion. Like, but you can't make ends meet with it. So what do you do? You get a job to make ends meet, so you can continue your passion. Some people have art as a passion, and they don't get paid for it. But they don't sit and go. Somebody needs to buy my art. This is garbage that nobody's buying my art. I can't make ends meet. I, that's your passion. Sometimes that's just for you. Yeah. Music. Musicians. Oh, my God. How many broke musicians do we know? Oh, man. It's coming up in a couple weeks. If they started to complain that their local bands didn't make enough money and the things they're – we're providing a service to the community and nobody seems to – yeah, right. We'll go get a job at Home Depot and make some money and then at night do your passion and someday it might pay off. Teaching? There's no payoff to that. You get no payoff in that. Your passion is to teach people. That's fantastic. And some people, some teachers are like, it's enough. I don't care about the that's paycheck. That's the payoff But there them. aren't many left. Most of them are screaming and yelling that they need billions of dollars. You're just not getting it. It's not happening. You get more money at McDonald's. Because nobody's passion is to work you know, behind the counter at McDonald's, but they're getting paid just as much. Quit today. Only fans awaits. Just like Ailey. Run it through this year, save up some money for a treadmill, maybe some workout bands, get that thing going, and then <laughs> jackhammer right there on the OnlyFans, $210,000. I got I got proof in an email here, two ten. I need to see a W-2. And that's, I don't know how you claim that, and probably OnlyFans keeps a pretty accurate record because it's computerized, but two tens nice. Entertainment? I don't, I don't know how you yeah. would, what is that? What does she write off? Just vibrators Any and batteries, I guess. Yeah, yes. Supplies, <laughs> oh, cam- everything. Camera. Kind of her workspace, so the square footage of her rooms. Laptop. If she's yep. smart, she's buzzing in every room, yeah. and she can run off the whole house as an office. Mm-hmm. Look at you. Hey, look, I'm Man, helping her. Hey, I'm helping Ailey out. If it wasn't for me, she'd still be standing in front of a room full of kids crying every day on her way home. Use Making the car, 40 grand a year. Use the car yeah. for work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, her Ferrari that she gets to drive around. Yeah, you're right. 
making $40,000 a year and just wishing that she had a vibrator right there and a camera. You know what's even better is that I don't know how long she was teaching. If she was 29 when she quit in 2018, she'd probably been teaching for five years maybe. So give her that. I don't know what grade she taught, but she's starting to creep into that age where some of those students of hers are going to be subscribers. Her. Isn't that awesome? You imagine stumbling across Mrs. Bryant, your second grade teacher, and oh, and you see, hey, I recognize that reddish brown hair. Well, I can't see her face though. What's going on? Is that Mrs. Bryant? Uh, Ken wrote, "Bravo, Eileen, you got me tugging my horns. Let's be yeah. friends." <laughs> exactly, uh, but Eileen, we could make this work for everybody. I like that. I like how he says the name better, Ailey. It's A H L Y Alley. Oh, he wrote it A I L E Y. I don't know. Doesn't matter. For two hundred ten thousand, two hundred ten thousand, whatever the hell we want. <laughs> you got a nice, you got a nice thing cooking. Oh. Big A. <laughs> anyway, you're welcome. A public service. I've I've often said, I'm a tool, a teaching tool, <laughs> a social experiment, a man who will get you from A to B if you just listen. Please. And there she is, buzzing away, making things happen. And I'm proud of you. Teachers, on your way to school this morning, there's no reason to look at those drooling morons one more day. Show them cans. Got a little, yeah. (laughs) You got a little jackpot hiding under that shirt or maybe down underneath (laughs) them Oshkosh bagosh stretchy corduroys you wear because some kid's going to puke on you and you don't want to have your nice clothes on. And if you're an ugly teacher... Stay in school. You've got a lot Keep of passion. You've got you a lot of passion. You're doing great. You're doing great. Keep it together. We're going we're gonna to expand your classes to 60, 60 kids per room because some of the hot teachers aren't going to be there starting next Tuesday. All the Brittany Zamoras are quitting today. What, what was she thinking? Yeah, I don't know. Brittany Zamora. She'd still be free. Oh, man, would she? She got so confused, she didn't know how old she was anymore and started dating one of the 12-year-olds. <laughs> and again, after reading the text that 12-year-old sent her, Kid was pretty smooth. I mean, a lot of women would have fallen for him. I got a seat birth certificate. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. He was like a little league kid. Like, hey, he's six feet tall and he's playing with the twelve year olds. Let's see some uh, BC on this kid. Yeah, the birth certificate thing was always great. They always asked for the. That uh, might be an adult. When I moved to Arizona, playing little league in West Virginia, you never had that controversy. And I don't know how they handle it nowadays because it would be racist. But moved here. Any big Mexican that showed up, there was like a full-on investigation. Like, he's 30. And I started thinking, you think they swam all the way up here, walked to Phoenix, and goes, you know what I'm going to do? Play Little League. Like, they were worried there were like 20-year-old that just, they were just 20-year-old Mexicans that didn't get it. We had a kid named Rudy. Okay, Danny Almonte. (laughs) And that's why. Yeah. Because Danny Almonte was like 19, and he's mowing down. He was going postal for Little League. He was the mowing down pitcher of the Little League World Series, and all these other kids are like, come on. The dude's got a wife and two kids. He's not 13. Oh, he's Mexican. Don't have, they have that. Danny Almonte was a beast, but we had a kid named Rudy who showed up. And the thing about Rudy that made all of us on his, I was on his team. We all thought he might be 20. Was the 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 muscle the muscles Just on this ripped guy in the veins? Tattoos. <laughs> yeah, like by prison. And then a tattoo that said established in 1964. I'm like, what does that mean? Hencho in Mexico, 64. I'm like, you're 20. So we're all 12. So it was like 84. I moved here. Rudy's on the team. Big Mexican dude. Mustache. And I mean, 
these these arms were he was just shredded for 12 it's impossible to have the muscles he had and he's standing there and birth certificates were nearly impossible to get but there's everybody like i want to see that one so every opposing team this kid had to walk around with a birth certificate he was a catcher i was a shortstop and a pitcher and every time there was a steal i was scared to death because rudy was all over the road but those big guns of his could throw a ball seven million miles an hour from catcher to short and it was never a good throw it was always in the dirt right in front of me so i i just eat one every time i hated when people stole and you couldn't talk to him because rudy didn't speak much english so nobody was trying to uh steal home or anything like that on him you didn't round third (laughs) at all just in case rudy was standing it was a wall the umpire was small rudy was like he's a mexican six two just bouncing off the walls with muscles. and that, But back then, you could throw a big stink every pregame. Every single team we played, let me see the birth certificate. And like, he had this weird paperwork, too. It wasn't normal. It wasn't like a, you know, born in. It was Office just, Max. Yeah, it was something. Oh, they didn't even have those yet. It was like in crayon. It was, you know, written on a thing of rice. Parchment. It was, yeah, they had all sorts of weird pa- And it changed week to week. Like, they knew. But I thought, even as a 12-year-old, I thought, why would he come all the way up here to dominate Little League? Rolled it out like a decree from the king. (laughs) Right. Here he is. Rudy (laughs) Gutierrez. He's 12. Trust us. This kid was born 12 years ago. Come on. It takes most bodybuilders 12 years to get to his size. No, that's just, he's naturally large. And his dad was a tiny little fat man. I'll never forget every game, half-hour delay. God dang it. We're only going to get four innings in today. If we're the early game, never happened. But then I'm like, why would that be a plan of any Mexican is to come up here, feign uh, zero English, and and join up and just dominate Little League? Why? <laughs> there's no money in that. There's no, there's no like benefit to that. He wants a trophy. I mean, and he dominated, man. Where is Rudy now? Oh, Rudy's passed away from old age. For he was, he was in his forties in the eighties. He's definitely old. Maybe Rudy was twenty. Maybe. Now, there's those kids like the birth certificate. Like Zamora's uh, suitor. That kid was ahead of his time too. He was the Rudy of texts because those texts he sent Brittany Zamora were impressive. And suddenly, her passion to teach turned into her passion to play. Oh yeah, and double passion. Oh, she was she was playing along, and her husband wasn't enough for her. That twelve year old had to take his place. How bad is that if you're the husband? Mm. Worst part of the story is Mister Zamora. Yeah, Brittany. I understand her falling for that twelve year old. I read his text. He was a <laughs> suave little fella, but that dude that had to find out the hard way when the news told him his wife was having sex with a twelve year old. Like, he had to read those texts, too. He saw the texts we didn't see. He saw the pictures. Standing on the wall, the last pick, and playing dodgeball. Yeah, playing dodgeball. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Next to him, a 12-year-old with a piece down to his knee, and he hasn't been picked yet either. Captain of the team. But Brittany's about to pick the one on the left, and it ain't you, Mr. Zamora. His name that will live in infamy, the poor bastard. And it's a cool last name, so you don't forget it. It's not like he's Jefferson or something. He goes into his work every day. Zamora, Zamora. I've seen your name somewhere. Are you Pedro from uh, Real World? Uh, no, no, that was a different. Oh, you're the other Zamora. You're the. Your wife left you for a 12 year old. She might be out by now. I don't think so. Oh, God, no. She's not getting out for a long time. She's got a long ways to go. It's like a 10 year deal on her. 
It's been, a, yeah, she's going to stay. Good behavior can pay off. <laughs> well, I don't know how good her behavior actually is. She confuses what good behavior is. I consider everything she's done good behavior. Can she do OnlyFans from prison? Jeez, that's. A I good mean, question. I'd kick down for a laptop for that. You know, yeah, that's true. Can we fund <laughs> Black Friday service to help right yeah. <laughs> There's a new Mac. That's true. Brady's looking for a deal. I just think. I'd pick full pull to get Brittany a laptop. Brady won't do it unless it's a sale. <laughs> I'll do it. It's got to be on sale, though. This is why a 12-year-old Not time to yard over here, all right? Baby, I'd, I'd pay full pull for you. I'm looking for a deal, though. I'll get it. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Pedro, or Pedro Zamora was the one that had the AIDS on Real World San oh, Francisco. Right. Listen to me, I have AIDS. Brittany's husband wishes he did yeah, at this point. Yeah. He's like, oh man, why couldn't it have been me? Would you rather have a doctor look you dead in the eyes and say you've got AIDS or your wife say I'm leaving you for a sixth grader? Hand Give me, me the those AIDS. <laughs> Loads of AIDS. People will at least feel sorry for you with AIDS. They'll, they, they, I guess you kind of feel sorry for them, but in the worst possible. You'll, they'll pity you if your wife leaves for a 12-year-old. Oh. Hello, Magic. What do I do? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I would rather have AIDS. I'd rather have, like, a, I'd rather have a debilitating disease handed to me by a doctor right there than find out I lost to a 12-year-old. I don't care about the, you know, as she's leaving for another fella thing. It's like, that makes sense. That's, that adds up to me. To me, that makes tons of sense. Anybody leaving me for something better? I would do it. And there's a lot of people that can relate that it's happened to. But that one the is... The 12-year-old. Age. Um, there's Joe, a, there's, it happens to a lot of guys. Right. I need to 12 talk. 12-year-olds. You get that call from that good friend. <laughs> You're not alone in this. Hey, man, I'm having a rough day. Can I pop by and talk? Sure. Anything, man. I want to help you out. What's going on? You know my wife, Brittany, right? Yeah. She's leaving me. Oh, that's rough. That's rough. She met someone else. Oh, my God. Where? At her work. Oh, that's terrible. Another teacher? No. There's only one other option here, and I don't like it. (laughs) Uh, The janitor, the janitor, the lunch lady. I'm going to run down the list before I even say what I think is happening here. We're not talking about one of the kids. She teaches the sixth grade. Yeah, it's this smooth kid named Matt. It worked out for months that way. She's leaving me for somebody at school that she works at. You just keep that quiet. Say your wife left it. Until the investigation came out. Oh. oh, once it hit the news, I think he was, and, that, and then those phone calls. Like, oh, that poor bastard! Just reliving this for him's got to hurt. The phone calls to the parents saying, "Please don't do this. Just leave it alone." She's sorry. He the probably news uh, got hold could have blamed for it well, too a little bit, like you orchestrated it. I don't know. Oh man, she got think, twenty years. Yeah, she got a long. She Ooh. got a long pull on that. Uh anyway, back to Ailey. She quit her job as a teacher before things got about Ailey. Yeah, and I'd like to hear from other people who are like, yeah, yeah, you heard something. It doesn't have to be us. Something, I want to hear that story. You you got sparked by just what sparked you. I'll tell you what sparked me to quit my job at the last radio station was U2's Beautiful Day. Driving to work on the flyover, the, the 60 to the 10 heading west. Driving into that dump, that leaderless dump. Never had any good management whatsoever, not once. And I'm going over that 60 to the 10, and I remember that beautiful day song coming on, and I'm like, why isn't it a beautiful day? It's up to me to make it a beautiful day. It's my job to make this right. I can't keep waiting for things to get better at a place where nothing's ever been good. Uh, It's my job. And I was like, wow, this song is like, that's that seminal moment in someone's life where you're like, this is 
whatever stupid thing just made me make a choice. I just decided to say I'm done here. That was it. That was it. Similarity wasn't the exact song, but it was had something to do with the music for me. It was like, oh, now we're playing this? What was it? We Because we, we had changed, tweaked formats six times. Well, at probably. least. At and least. I was like, I, I can't do it. Well, they changed every, it wouldn't even, like the music didn't even matter at that station. It was like, uh, let's see how many times we can mess with the listeners who like us. Yeah. And they would move, they would move it all over the place. Like, we can't win here. And as a sales guy, that's what you were. You're messing with your clients. You're like, you got to call them clients. again and yeah. say, hey, I know I keep telling you the station's awesome. But let me tell you why this is even yeah, we're, better. We're moving again. It's impossible. They just kept putting ice on your uphill You'll climb. You'll see. Chumbawamba yeah. is going to just rock the I world. Don't, I don't want to work here. I didn't even mind the music we played. It was just the leadership was so intensely terrible from the beginning to the end. It was awful. And that song made me go, you know what? I'm out. I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. And I left. It's this, And kind of the same thing at Tony Roma's when I pulled over at 2 in the morning to see one of the other managers... And uh, it was 2 a.m. on a Saturday, and he was getting in his car, and I'm driving back from a little party because I didn't have to work. And I'm like, Jim, what's going on here? I mean, look at you. Saturday, 2 a.m., what a loser. <laughs> Leaving work. And he said, yeah, the computer's broke. And I'm like, ah, what a brutal existence. He goes, you're staring your future right in the face. And my eyes probably got humongous. He probably thought I was an alien for a second. I'm like, i got to get out of this job now. <laughs> I'm going to get serious about life, or I'm going to be a restaurant manager forever. And not one of the good ones either, like... The dude you see at Bennigan's, and then two weeks later, he's at Friday's, and then two weeks later, he's at Red Robin. And he's That's the same dude that he goes to all of them. Oh, horrifying. Yeah. Little catalysts, little life pivots. And I happen to be one for Ailey. Made her life better. No more children. Now all the dads that used to call her and complain and the moms that used to call and complain and say, My kid can't write because you give up too much homework and his hands hurt. So no more writing, please, for Aiden, Caden, Braden, Aiden. And then she'd have to sit there and go, i got to make concessions for this kid who can't write. And I'm going to get yelled at if I don't. And now those very same people that used to call her and complain uh, tug their horns to her on, uh, for a fee, which is awesome. Uh, Ailey's hands hurt for $210,000 yeah, a year. Guess, guess who's having trouble writing right now? Uh, but not checks, I'll tell you that. She can do some bank transfers with a couple of touches of those crippled wrists. Oh, her fingers have to be pruny. $210,000, you're putting it out there. I wonder how many times you have to do it a day for two hundred and ten grand. You probably have a, like, a, it's probably like charity. You probably have a big donor, you know? I would imagine you got a guy who really likes you a lot, and he's, like, in Texas. Logging some time. He's putting in, he goes, hey, I'll, I'll give your you, like. P1s. Yeah, yeah, you got, like a, like, a focused group. Then you got your ancillary kind of players. But the ones that are there every day for you, they're putting in, like, 20000 each. The twenty percent, yeah, and for eighty. That's pretty nice. Yeah, I wonder what that's. I wonder what that breaks down to. I'd like to manage an OnlyFans person and say, all right, ten percent of your audience is here every day. They expect content every day. Uh, another, I, I, and they're, then they're paying every day. You probably could. You got to lock it down. They'd have those analytics down. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure of it. Like this Greg guy in uh, Austin. He's with you every single morning. He checks in on new content every day. If you give him new content every day. He's going to stick around, but you got to mix it up. And also, you need a creative consultant. I can do that as well. Look, you're doing the on the back thing an awful lot. We've seen that 22 times in the last 30 rounds. 
Let's do a little. Start uh, working in the appliances. Hands and knees. Let's get some cooking done while we're buzzing. Let's. Do, how about that? Your new thing is household chores while you uh, while you those orgasms you get paid for. Ailey, a listener, a hero, a former teacher. No more red for Ed for her. I love it. The only red for Ed she has now is that freak Ed that likes her every 28th day on her OnlyFans. That's red for Ed now. I like it when you're, uh, you know, cycling. Bicycling? No, you, you know what I mean. Uh, do a little red for Ed, if you know what I mean. Ching, 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 yeah, ching, ching, ching. ching. Mm, I like it when it gets kind of uh, sloppy red. Well, I'll give you $10,000 for those sheets. You got it, Ed. <laughs> Ed for Ed. Oh, I'm red for Ed. I like the menstruation only fans, ladies. There you go. Congratulations, Ailey, and thanks for the email. And you're welcome, let me just say. As your life coach, this is how those people get started. You're welcome. You saw it here, Brett. And I like what Brett said earlier. I'm doing God's work. It's true. That's right. Somewhere in that Bible, God said, if you hate kids, tug your horn. (laughs) And show your cans. Oh, 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 Lamb of God, horn tug. (laughs) Let's get a wake-up song for Ailey and the rest of you that are sick of your crap. Uh... So five eight five nine eight hundred. That's the number. It's ninety eight KUP. Wake up! It's out of control now. It's a couple days away from Alliance having a show over there at Yucca Tap Room. So go see our opening act, Alliance, opening our show each and every morning with their glorious tribute to the show uh, which someone else will or they will again write a new one after we crown a new Pladio king or queen probably king <laughs> in a couple of weeks hmm. and think Katie and the Hobbs are going to be back Katie in? and the Hobbs might be back but I don't think they're going to win we've had a couple of girl winners before but most of the bands are guys so statistically it's more likely that we have a male you know there's girls in alliance yeah just saying Odds are, going to be dudes. Uh, speaking of uh, Ali, Ali, this guy uh, Eaton says, uh, I remember earlier this year, some guy emailed you saying he started an OnlyFans thing just for goofs. Said it was, uh, he was in his mid-30s, he was kind of chubby, he had an average-sized crank, but he posted a video of a day of him tugging it, and he made an extra 1200 bucks a month. I remember that, I forgot about that dude. Said, I know that's not a lot of money, but an extra 1200 bucks, you could do a lot with that. I'm in the best shape of my life. I've been considering it ever since that guy emailed. The only thing is I have a pretty specific scar on my chest, and that keeps turning me away. At the same time, though, I don't think anyone would want to know who I am. Uh, I'd be on OnlyFans anyway. Uh, that would be uh, a bad way to find out that I'm wrong. I wonder how many people you've converted to online slaughtery. What a trip. Well, we know for sure, too, because we had that one lady that... Uh, sent over all of her stuff to Toledo. Yeah. She was uh, on it. And now this one. And now that uh, that dude, I don't think we converted him to just tug it. He just decided to start seeing if he could make any money tugging it. And he did. I don't know if it was your influence or not. Maybe. Scar porn. Well, well, I mean, a former employee dive in a little bit. Oh, that's I didn't, right. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't. That was her boyfriend's influence. She started dating that guy. And the next thing you know, she quit her job and started to do light apartment porn. Very light, Heavy by the, the way. Light. Very light. Because <laughs> we got hold of that video and it was very light porn. She was taking no damage. 
When used car lots say it's gently used, boy, was that one gently used. <laughs> and she wandered around our office all the time, and everybody's like, I don't know what's going on with her. She's like really thinking that she's something. Next thing you know, she tries a little, you know. I mean, the, child porn, that's one thing, but this is childlike porn. This dude had no business. You know what I'm saying, Brett. I don't want to call it child porn, but that's the closest thing I've seen to it. She was clearly an adult, and then he rolled in. You're like, oh, he looks adult. And then he's like, oh, this is one of those mix and mash where you get a lower body of a 12-year-old. He's not doing anything to her. Let's take another look at Are you in yet? Yeah. <laughs> the worst part of her videos, and it's weird when you work with somebody that turns to porn and you, you find it. Because the worst part of that video was she took a very average toy and started to go, oh, geez, Louise, this is the biggest thing I've ever felt in my life. Like, well, that is nothing. You're making me feel like a superstar. No, stop. Too big. Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, stop. No. well circus peanut over here. It was sad. She should have looked up a Britney Zamora's. Oh, yeah. No, that 12-year-old kid had it much better than that poor guy. Anyway, I'm glad to help the city. That's all I feel like. We're, just, we're out here. Throwing out ideas, and you guys can take them or leave them. There's a lot of good ones. You know who should take them? The Coyotes. We're going to talk to Tyson Nash later this morning. We've had plenty of great ideas for the Coyotes. And there they are, playing some good hockey. So we're on the heels of this Diamondbacks bandwagon jump that everybody's on, which is great. The Cardinals are an afterthought. They've got They're due. You're, who, the Cardinals? No, the oh, Coyotes. the Coyotes, for sure. And like last year, I kind of got a bug for uh, hockey again going over to that mullet center. Could, it was we, awesome. Uh, Release some doves on the ice and warm-ups? I don't think that's a good idea. You just trap doves all day long, just flying around. But the uh, <laughs> the Mullet Center is a, an amazing place to see a professional hockey. I mean, you get the Blackhawks, the Bruins, the not to mention you got the Coyotes. I mean, that's a pro team. But I mean, the legendary teams, the Canadians and you know, all these teams that come. The Maple Leafs come rolling through here with all their history and everything else. And you get to see them at a farmhouse of a couple thousand people. It is unbelievably cool to watch hockey in there. Uh, but, you know, rubber meets the road. If they actually make the playoffs, it's going to be sort of embarrassing because it's not like they're just there temporarily. There's no plan for where they're going to go next. So this is their home. And it's kind of a... Uh, Good for us. It's great for us as fans of any sport to see it that close. It's spring training. You go to spring training, you see these pro players... On these tiny fields, like today, uh, going to a fall league baseball game. I, I, there's nothing better than fall league baseball. Absolutely nothing. It's the old school spring training. Back when I was a kid, here spring training was a walk up. It's a few bucks out of your pocket. You didn't have, you know, sixty dollars for parking, and it was just ho hokum. Scottsdale had a couple other spots. Compadre, which was a dump, chain link fences, and and that's where Basha High School is now. I think. But it was just this big, giant field. And, you know, occasionally it would get a good group of people. But never was it like it is now, which is 15. I think mean, they get 15,000 people. They get bigger crowds at Sloan for Cubby Spring Training than a lot of Diamondbacks games in the regular season. Charging 60 bucks for the yeah, one. Yeah, crazy. And- uh, fall League ball, it's like 10 bucks. You're there with a few hundred people watching some, you know, prospects play real games. And it's a blast. An absolute blast. The Coyotes are kind of giving you that experience, and it's actual hockey that counts, and they're playing well. 
So we'll talk to Tyson later today. Yeah, you get it. You know, coyotes are right there. They, we've given them a million good ideas over the years when they had El Savo, the goalie, and trying to appeal to the Mexican audience on the West Side, and they just refused to do it. Mexican night at Coyotes games because you don't want to say Coyotes. You don't really want to make that your mascot. But we had El Savo, and everybody, look, he's Puerto Rican. So what? He speaks Spanish. He plays the role. Do a little Rachel Dolezal move there and start selling this as a Mexican goalie and watch all of Glendale show up, and then they blew it. And that guy wasn't very good. Sugar either. skull for a hockey mask. Oh, amazing. So many good ideas. But we'll see if, uh, but this is cool. And Tyson's going to call us a little later this morning. Uh, another thing that's going on in the city that I actually am finally thrilled by. Brady used to live over here. 7th Street, 7th Avenue. Yeah. That middle lane that sometimes turns into a, a lane and sometimes is a, you know a turn lane from you know 6 in the morning till 9 in the morning. It goes south. And then from 9 in the morning or uh, 3 in the north afternoon until 7, you can only go north in the, in the suicide lane. And it, they're finally, finally saying, let's stop this. Now, I drive up and down that road a lot. There's, and you can't make a left turn. The sucky part is, is that you're on it and you're like, ah, crap, it's 3.30. And trying to drive down the road and you got to make a left somewhere. you got to go like 10 blocks or make a right and go all the way around and get into this mess. Or you got to... You know, try to find your opening and fire across. Hopefully you have no one behind and uh, you can make that turn. You never stop and wait. That's just not how it works. No left turns. So you have to wait for that opening and then just... Keep it flowing. Nobody understands how it works. As easy as it is to figure out in your brain, I drive that road all the time. No one gets it at all. You always... One or two every trip. And people are flying... 40 miles an hour in that middle lane that's normally a turn lane. It looks weird. And then there's somebody sitting at a light waiting to turn left, and you're not allowed to do that anymore. And they still do it. And then just brakes get jammed. I don't know how there are deaths every day on that. They're talking about getting rid of it. And let me be the first media member to say, please, by God, do it now. Those signs, they make tons of sense. It's just a big red X. Over the lane that says 4 to 6 p.m., big red X. Because there's more flowing in yeah. in the morning. Don't the use city. it. Right, then- yeah. It was it was designed initially to alleviate traffic to downtown yep. before there was a 51, before we had all the freeways. This is, you know, back in the 70s when this cow town first got going. You had some people coming in from the north. Central and Central and 7th Avenue. Yep. So the 7th Street and 7th Avenue were like, okay, this is... Flowing pretty good. We only need an extra lane. It wasn't a big enough city to worry about it. We needed a freeway. So they stuck the 51, and now you got a north-south that goes all the way around. <laughs> Traffic isn't that bad. It actually gets worse now because of this thing. Get rid of it. I've watched people, I, I don't have countless amounts of near-death experiences on that road because of that thing. And it's finally something they're going to get rid of. They have to. There's no debate. There's none of that. Just do it. We need an iron fist in our city council that says that that's why I always say it's election day and stuff. Vote local because that's really what affects you. Get out there and fix this thing. Oh, we'll have another gay pride celebration on 7th Street and 7th Avenue once that goes away. And we'll march them right down the center with a big red X on it, a big pink X. Perfect. That is the biggest celebration this city needs. That's glorious. That and whatever Tilbury Castle is. we got to figure that out. I've lived here for 50 years. I have no I idea what know. that thing is. I, just... 
Those are two things in this city I look at every day. I'm like, this shouldn't be here anymore, and I don't know what that thing is. There's just for weddings, but it's got history. And every time I read it, I forget. But if you've ever had to travel on those roads, man, oh, man, oh, man. Old people, you always see that ghost car with just a little puff of hair sitting above the, sitting there dead stopped in oh, that lane. I just want to ring their And, just, man, they, how there's not an, and that's the problem, is that most people do understand it, and they're on the lookout. I've used that lane a couple of times just to see how long I can go up the road before somebody screws up. I've never made it all the way from, I don't think, from Camelback to Bethany home, one block, I don't think, before somebody gets in that lane and tries to turn. You have to anticipate. Oh, it's all bad. It's all bad. So finally, they're coming to their senses and they're trying to get rid of the... The reason that they're called suicide lanes. Think about that. We named something on our roads the suicide lanes, and that's by rule. You get in this lane, it's practically basically the end of your life. It's suicide. I wouldn't do it. Okay. (laughs) We're going to call them suicide lanes, and that's what the city actually officially recognizes them as, suicide lanes. Okay, let's get rid of suicide lanes. If Homer can't strangle Bart anymore because of abuse, we can't have city officials recognizing suicide lanes. That's We have to change it. It says it's suicide to drive in them, the city councilman said, because so many things could go wrong in seconds. I've always wondered that, the amount of accidents, because it seems like it's not, I mean... You'd think they would have closed a long time ago if there was a ton of accidents. But when you're driving wow. down there, like if you're heading south this morning right now. Oh, you're doing it now. And you see the person swing over. Well, it's the worst The opposite the direction. Oh. And there's people who just don't get it. They'll go into yeah. the turn lane to turn uh, left when, the, when it's coming right at them. And they're just sitting there. And it's, oh, it's terrifying. Uh, this lady made a good point at the thing. She goes, it goes all the way from McDowell to Dunlap. It's been this way for 40 years. But you know what? We used to smoke on airplanes and not wear seatbelts. So sometimes change is good. Uh, I thought it was Glendale. Cut off at Glendale. It's up there to Dunlap. Although I, I don't go all that far. It says the city of Phoenix points to a study that finalized at the end of 2021, finding that doing away with reverse lanes would cause delays, increase travel times by 40%. I'm not buying it. There's too many roads. You can get around that. It's outdated post-COVID. That's what we're saying. Blame COVID. Everybody blames COVID for everything. COVID has something to do with this. But, uh, yeah. I, 7th Street and 7th Avenue. Yeah, it's both of them. Okay. Oh, I just thought nightmare. it was just 7th Street. No. It's a disaster. I don't go on the avenue, so. <laughs> if you ever get trapped You can leave it on the avenue. avenue. It's just, it's just get it off the streets. <laughs> In fact, more suicides on the avenue. <laughs> That's right. Just add suicide 59th lines. Avenue, please. Yeah, if we could just to make it to where there's no lines in the roads on the, the avenues. Why do you guys hate the avenues so much? I don't know. They're in the avenues. Yeah, exactly. I think that's why. <laughs> I almost bought a house in the avenues once. And the only reason I didn't is because it was like 15th Avenue. It was actually just, it was 14th Avenue. It was a nice place. And I was telling a friend of mine and his eyes went, he goes, do you watch the news? I'm like, what? And he goes, every murder is avenue. Every stabbing is avenue. I'm like, that's not all true. And then I went home that night and watched the news. There were like nine murders and they were all on avenue, avenue, avenue. I'm like, he's right. I did four years on 11th Ave. You were on the Avenue. You're lucky to be alive. That's your Costa Concordia story all over again. Yeah, so McDowell and then just south of Dunlap. Yeah, it goes up there pretty good. But getting rid of those is a good thing. And then there's got to be other stuff we can, while we're at it, stuff to get rid of around here. One of the big things for me 
is uh, changing names of straight roads. It's Lincoln, man. We can kill Glendale all the way across. Let's just leave it at Lincoln. But that means there's two Lincolns. So then we can make it Glendale all the way through. The people of Paradise Valley are such snobs. They don't even want the road in their, their, the main road that goes through their town to be called Glendale. That's essentially what I've come with. Like, I, I, which was first? I don't know, but it ends right in my Glendale. neighborhood. No, it had to be. Yeah, you'd think. Glendale. What's Lincoln doing up there? Lincoln's, the presidents are all downtown. There's no, yeah. there's no Lincoln unless it's Lincoln Savings and Loan and Charles Keating's is someone involved. Someone drops some dough. Bottom line. In is, the valley. They're like, we can't have Glendale rolling through the beautiful hills. Keep the west side to the west yeah, side. Stop <laughs> here. And it does. It ends at like 16th Street. And then suddenly all the streets change. There's no warning. Cactus and Thunderbird. Don't get it. Cactus, Thunderbird, Dunlap, and Hayden and McClintock. Another Olive, thing. or is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, Olive yeah, and Dunlap. Yeah. Why? There's straight roads. Country Club and Arizona Avenue. Yeah. What the hell is that? And I have no idea. I lived there. Rural and Scottsdale Road. Where does it change? Yeah. And why? Is any other city in America Stapley Cooper? Is that? I yeah. don't Stapley know. and Cooper, one of them. They get all sorts of them just change right in the middle of driving. You're like, what the hell happened? But not Indian school. Indian school stays across. <laughs> Indian school. <laughs> Savage Boulevard is what I call it. <laughs> Indian school is because there used to be a school for Indians on that road. Bethany Home was the same thing. It just ends and starts becoming another thing. We got to stop that too. While we're at it, suicide lanes can go and let's make up our minds on, you know what, Paradise Valley, I'm with you. I don't think Glendale should sneak into your town either. You. I get the abs thing. So Lincoln right through all the way. So at Central, if you want to keep Glendale, keep, keep Glendale on keep the avenues. That's still Phoenix. It's no, still it's on the avenues, though. It doesn't matter. I'm with you that you're just not going to pay attention to it. But let's let Glendale start when it turns into – so it would make sense. I always think if I was a new person in town, I'm like, okay, what street – it's Glendale. You take Lincoln to Glendale. It becomes Glendale. Like what What in the world is that? Like magic? And it, once you say welcome yeah, to Glendale, it's got to start all as Glendale. the others, is that the first one that switches? Because I think Bethany Home goes all the way through, but then I don't know. Lincoln and Glendale switch. Yeah, but that's because of Paradise Valley. Camelback all the way through, Indian School all the way through. Yeah, yep, all the way. Way out there to like Waddell. But like you said, Dunlap and Olive, yeah. that changes. No reason. Yeah. I know the Glendale-Lincoln change. I know exactly why that happened. And that is for sure. People with $5 million houses don't want the word Glendale anywhere near them. <laughs> Glendale Avenue, people will think we haven't accomplished much of anything. Lincoln! Savings and Loan Avenue. Because that isn't about Lincoln. He freed the slaves. That pisses off most of Paradise Valley, too. <laughs> Although, I'll tell you that. They keep that alive up there in PV. There's a slavery ring going on. Some Paradise. guy in city council hated Glendale, California. Don't want anything to do with <laughs> Maybe. it. Maybe. Like, it has oh, nothing to do with it. He hates Armenians. That's the yeah, only thing in yeah. Glendale, California. There's nothing about Glendale, California. He's been to Glendale, Arizona. He's like, you know, our street, Glendale, right past Camelback Mountain. We can't have this. We've already got a Camelback Road. We need to free ourselves from Glendale like Lincoln free. Hey, wait a sec. Let's just call it Lincoln as we free ourselves from the, the darker-skinned folk of Glendale. It's the opposite, but it's the same. All in favor? Yay! <laughs> now, what we need to keep doing, though, is not confuse them and let them know that Glendale turns into Lincoln when they're on their way to clean our homes. 
Because that's where they come from. I live on Glendale Avenue, too. I'm sure that's why that road changed. Oh, yeah. It's like one of the maids said, hey, I live on Glendale Avenue, too. What? What are, <laughs> what are you talking about, Padro? <laughs> yes, we both live on Glendale Avenue. Well, this can't be. I won't let this be. No, no, no. You guys changed the name, so you live off of Lincoln, and now I live off of Glendale. As it should be, Padro. Property values immediately went up. <laughs> Skyrocketed, Brady. I no longer have to tell anyone that Palo Cristo is off of Glendale Avenue. How embarrassing. And we need more photography on the streets. More police officers. The unmanned vehicles taking photos of the ne'er-do-wells cruising through our area. I got more cops sitting in, well, not cops, but cop cars with cameras attached to them. Like Ansel Adams is in charge of their police department. Up and down Lincoln, in their neighborhoods, they just got parked cars. There's a car on Lincoln that's been parked there for 10 years, a squad car. It's got a camera in the back of it. I flip it off every day. And you know what my new thing is now? This is fun. Try this. If you're going down Lincoln and you're heading uh, east, it's right after Palo Cristo. It's right before the Mona Lucia. Uh, ghost car. I speed up to like 60 and then duck way down. <laughs> and they can't take it. There's nobody driving. <laughs> I can't wait to get that photo radar ticket of nobody driving the car. You got to remember one thing, though. Keep your hands low on the steering wheel. Because if you're up high, the cameras are pretty clear. They'll see it. And make sure you get way down there. At 60 miles an hour, that thing goes off like three times. It can't wait to take your picture. Ghost car. (laughs) I love it. I play with that guy. Is that a Waymo? I, 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 that's what I'll tell him. Like you, you, a Waymo took my stole my vehicle. I'd like to file a, a report. All right, get out of here. Nothing they can do about it. Is this you driving? Well, sir, clearly both of us can see there's no one driving that car. It's gone mad. I don't think you can blame someone that it's going 60 miles an hour and the car did it itself. Yeah, ghost car. You see those parked cars with no cops in them. I speed up. I know exactly where it is, so I start getting some speed heading down that little hill. Duck down. You see the flash at night. Like, ah, ghost car. (laughs) (laughs) Try that because those things aren't lawful anyway. Yeah, that's another thing. We'll get rid of those. Lincoln Road has to be either Glendale or Lincoln. I know which way this one's going to (laughs) go. And then where does Glendale start? 50th Avenue? Maybe a little before that. 35th Avenue. When does Glendale the city start? Oh, Jeez, that's maybe like 59th? Or? You think it's that far out? I think it's I think it's closer to that. Either way, wherever that starts it. is where Lincoln ends in Glendale. So that makes sense, though. That's what, see, I don't understand what things that don't make sense. That makes tons of sense. Maybe it's just past, the, well, it's 17th. Like 35th. I think 35th. that would be Glendale-y. It's kind of a weird shape. Uh, 43rd, it looks like. That's where Glendale Avenue starts. That's where the road called Glendale begins. Yeah, Glendale Avenue at 43rd is where it starts. Isn't Mesa Drive also Stapley? No, uh, Stapley's Cooper. Cooper. And doesn't Mesa turn into something else? Yeah, McQueen. 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 What the hell's going on? Just like Country Club, Arizona Avenue, Scottsdale Road, Hayden. Knock it off. Or Scottsdale Road and uh, Rural. McClintock, Hayden. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know this. It says you forgot where Broadway turns into MLK. That's right when you hear all the gunshots. Of course I forgot where that is. <laughs> what I'd be doing over there. That's right where you hear the gunshots. And Alma School all the way through. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Alma School goes all the way up to like... North uh, Scottsdale. 
Picacho Peak, and then yeah. it goes all the way up to that uh, that roost, that weird Western bar that people think is still cool. I forgot what it's called. Yeah, what's uh, that? The Bikers Pinnacle place. Peak Short, or Greasewood no, no, no. Flat? No, Greasewood Flat. Greasewood that's Flat. Yeah, Home School's up there. I think Dobson goes all the way through too. Dobson stops at the casino, yeah. pretty much at it, and the res. Yeah. Anyway, just stop it. How come those people's roads don't change? While we're at it, it's av- it's a uh, election day. Write some things in today. Can we get Lincoln all the way across? Glendale Avenue. My God, honey, did you hear that Pedro lives on the same road as us? I live on Palo Cristo, West Palo Cristo Avenue, just off of Glendale as well. No, you don't. You work there, Padre. That's where we live. No, no, my house is the same. It's over 20 miles to the west. You're telling me there's the similar... We have to make some changes. You're not going to be able to get Lincoln all the way through. Why? You can't afford the street signs on the Glendale side. No, well, that's where you, you stop. If you yeah. go Glendale the other way... Trust then me. It'll be TV. written in old English with Krylon. <laughs> it's probably true. You get it to where it's Lincoln up to where, like, Rancho Solano. It's a nice okay. little area. And then after that, once you get to the 17, do whatever you want. <laughs> I ain't going over there. Yeah, it paid me a lot of money to start hanging around that 43rd side. Avenue, it's Lincoln. <laughs> That's it. It's Lincoln up to there. What happened to the streets, Blair? <laughs> used to be Glendale, now we're Lincoln. <laughs> Who's this Lincoln guy? What does Lincoln mean? What are we doing? Lincoln, Lincoln, I've been thinking. Yeah, no more of that. But that's exactly why that changed. Because Lincoln is only super nice. Like right where Lincoln starts, there isn't a stretch of bad. All the way to where it ends. It's beautiful. 16th Street, right? Yeah, right well, about 16th Well, it's right here to 51. It's right so after it goes, the 51. So like, like 21st Street, maybe? 22nd Street? Yeah. Then here's Lincoln. Yep. So you pop out. Yeah, right out the Granada Park is right about when you start seeing the changes. It's not Glendale anymore. So it's right about where I live. Yeah. And then you start heading east on Lincoln. <laughs> Don't think that wasn't by design. It's like, wait a minute, how close am I to Glendale Avenue? <laughs> yeah. And Glendale's got some nice parts. They just didn't fight for themselves, and they got nothing on Paradise Valley. Paradise Valley's really, especially that section of it. Yeah. That is a bougie stretch of road. It's beautiful, but. You got Mono Lucia and Mountain Shadows and the Applewood Pet Resort, which is nicer than any hotel somebody from Glendale could afford. It's insane what they do to pets. Well, they there. work there. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm over there off Lincoln cleaning up your dog's <laughs> all day because you want a babysitter. Because you're on the board of some sort of charity all day. <laughs> yes, my wife's on several boards because why wouldn't she be? Yeah, so there you go. We're changing them back. Election Day. It's Holmberg's election day, and we're changing some crap around here. Make the valley great again. Make the valley great and less confusing. No more suicide lanes. That's got to go immediately. I don't know what we're voting for today. Do you? Did you vote? I haven't done it yet. No, I haven't even looked. To be honest, I've been pretty bad. I'm a pretty bad person. Ah, I didn't know this. Lincoln Road is named after John C. Lincoln, an inventor, entrepreneur, and philanthropist. He's the vice presidential candidate under the Commonwealth Land Party ticket. He had 55 patents and founded the Lincoln Electric Company. Ah, he invested in the Camelback Inn. That's Lincoln's property. It's a big property. Well, that's why it's named Lincoln. A dude bought it. I see. All right. Well, there's where that lives. I gotcha. He had a chunk of that land. This one says McDowell turns into McKellips. Does it? 
thought McDowell and McAuliffe's were separate. Anyway, that's too that's yeah. too many mix in a row. By the way, McAuliffe and McDowell confuse me to this day because it's mix. Too, it's a bash up of mix. It's like too yeah, many Irish bars. Yes. They're always confused. Yeah, so, you know, the heavy mix. They're so drunk they switch streets sometimes. <laughs> and McAuliffe's McAuliffe's McDowell. It's like when my boxer, my Irish boxer, told me I was going to go a couple of rounds. Go a couple of rounds with this guy. This giant black guy starts beating me up. Two rounds, I'm fine. Bounced two rounds. Took my my uh, equipment off. And he goes, what are you doing, Johnny? Just taking this off. He said, a couple rounds. Couple, three, four, five. I'm like, that's not a couple, Ray. Ah, we're Irish. A couple. It's like drinking. You say a couple, next thing you know, you had seven. Then for three rounds, because I was out of gas, Fat Albert beat the living bejesus out of me. And yeah, they're not the same. McDowell's North. Yeah, they're different. Phillips McDowell and McCall's. Too many mix, though. You got too many mix. You got to separate the mix. Streets are a lot like bars. You can't have all the black ones in one spot. You can't have all the... That's why when Jesse Owens and MLK meet, it's a bad neighborhood. <laughs> Is it Broadway and Maine or Apache? Yeah, Apache and Maine. Yeah. We've got to stop this. It's crazy. <laughs> Thanks to Matt Coleman for the uh, American history lesson on John C. Lincoln. I didn't know that. Nice. But make it stop. It's, it's, We've got to stop it. Now get off on the road talk. This is Road Talk 2023. It's Election Day. What are we voting for? I got an email from somebody yesterday that said, vote on this. It says uh, something about bonds and voting on bonds. I have a really active friend that said, vote no. And Phoenix City bonds and stuff. Yeah, there's a couple in Gilbert, too. That's what we should do. There's a couple of them. Like they're, A friend of mine's really mad that one of the things included a bunch of climate change stuff. It's about no on that. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah. I don't know what any of it is. I got to look. Does it work the same way? I, you know, I always talk about this, and then I'm not even holding up my end of the deal. But well, I can just go over to the mall and drop off a ballot, right? Yeah, same I, thing. Yeah, yeah. You got to go to the polling places. Now. Can we drink today? I am. Oh, well, yeah. I'm going to drink too. I mean, but I mean, are we? Allowed, I mean, are we allowed, or is there? Are we frowning on this I today? Think so. or is it, I don't think this is a big election, so it's like. You can still get drunk, drunk for this yeah. one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can drunk. go on McDowell and McKellops and hang out yeah. with the mix. Yeah, you go to the mix and the mix. Yeah. Ah, whatever, McKellops, McDowell, whatever. I live off one of them. I don't know where I am, actually, most of the time, so it doesn't really matter what the names of the streets are. No raise to do that all the time. Johnny, let's go out after we work for our training. We'll go train and we'll go grab a couple of pints. All right. Just a game of darts, maybe two. Like, okay, next thing you know. I look over. He's cross-eyed. I need fifteen hundred dollars. I'm like, what? I got a DUI just now. <laughs> We've been standing. Oh, I went for a drive real quick. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Ray! <laughs> I went outside. I took your car for a spin. and got a DUI. I'm back. I need fifteen hundred dollars. I went on uh, a computer at my house. He was drunk. This is before he was married. He was trouble. Comes over to my house. First things first with my Irish boxing trainer Ray standing in the kitchen. This is my favorite Ray story. Hey, Johnny, like your place. I'm like, thanks, Ray. He's totally normal. They're like, it's nice. Thanks for having me. I'm like, great, Ray. No problem. Help yourself to whatever you want. Turn around, and I'm not kidding. Maybe six seconds later, I turn around, and he's not the same person. He's taken like five shots of Clan McGregor in, like, in a span of three seconds. And he looks me dead in the eyes, and he goes, Johnny Boy. I'm like, yeah. And he proceeds to break two ribs with, the- with just a power shot to my body. My God! Right. <laughs> hi, 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 hi. And then he walks away, and I'm like, I can't breathe. And like my chest turned dead black. Oh, I got you good on that one, didn't I? I'm like, yeah, because I didn't know we were fighting. 
So he disappears from this little get-together at my house. I go into the office, and there he is, kind of half asleep, half awake on my computer. <laughs> what are you doing? A friend of mine knows about this prostitution site. I've got this one coming over. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> Get off my computer. Come on, Tony. They got your IP address. I'm like, how do you know about that? Now she's coming over. I gave her your address. I found it on your builds here. I'm like, God damn it, you Irish are crafty. We had some fat blonde lady that was supposed oh. to come over and needed 800 bucks. You and flogging Molly, get the hell out of yeah, my I was house. Like, what do you think you're going to do? I, I, I can't breathe, right? What are, get out. You don't want her to have her. You want to have her over. I'm like, no, I don't think that's going to. I think that's frowned upon at most gatherings as invitation of prostitutes via a website through my computer. I don't think it's illegal. I know it's illegal. <laughs> Get out. She's bringing cocaine. Of course she is. How did you get hold of her? I used your telephone. I had, my ribs were black. I wanted to kill him, but I couldn't move, and I know he'd beat me up because he was a really good fighter. <laughs> At the time, I was pretty new. I really liked Ray, though. Aside from breaking my ribs and all the illegal activities he brought to my home. Your place became the five points. It was. They're bringing a go to rabbits over. I've had enough of them Mexicans in your backyard. I'm like, no, 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 no. Mexicans in my backyard, they're hired to be here. They're, they're the help. We've got this party going on. I'm like, yeah, well, that one's looking at me funny. Because he, like, you're punching people in the ribs at a party. Yeah, he broke. I maybe broke bruised badly, but potentially busted my ribs. I couldn't breathe for a month. Then I went in the next time to train. I'm like, you did this. Lifted my shirt. He goes, oh, you got popped good. What happened? Don't act like you don't know what happened. I don't remember nothing. You hired a prostitute. You broke my ribs. Ah, oh, it sounded like a great night. I'm like, no. <laughs> this is why you left Dublin. I don't remember none of that. How did I get home? I'm like, God, I don't know. I need 1500 bucks. I think I got a DUI. He was my favorite person in the world. Who was just awful to me. <laughs> but it happens. Don't have Irish friends. Mix and mix. Uh, John, about the streets. Uh, don't forget, McCoy Avenue turns into Tarasi Way. Ah! <laughs> oh, oh, what a world. What a world. I'm melting. There's another thing to write in on your local ballot today. Change Diana Tarasi Way to Al McCoy Boulevard immediately, or I'll set fire to the street sign that says Diana Tarasi Way. If Al McCoy doesn't have a goddamn street in this town before he dies, and keep in mind he's 91, we have failed him in a huge way. I did vote yesterday for the Arizona Sports Hall of Fame, and I put Brenly and the governor in. And a guy named Pat Murphy used to coach ASU baseball. That guy's a legend. Nobody knows. But, uh, yeah. Al McCoy needs a street named after him. Put that in there. Whatever we're voting on today, write those things down on your ballot. Diana Taurasi Way must disappear. In fact, change Glendale Avenue to Diana Taurasi Way and watch everybody go, oh, no, 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 we don't want that. Nobody not, wants that. Not my that. city, not, Holmes. No way, Holmes. <laughs> I would beat her one-on-one and I'd fight for it. Take that away. Now, maybe someday Diana Taurasi gets something for being a girl ball player. Whatever. But she doesn't get a road before Al McCoy does. Or Colangelo. One of those two, if Colangelo should have the roads between the stadiums, if it wasn't for him, they wouldn't be there. Give me that. Don't, don't do false honor. Change one of the mountains' names. Spook Hill. Change that to Al McCoy Bump. <laughs> no, I like that. I like it too. But <laughs> Shazam Hill. Shazam Hill. I like it. Shazam. Shazam, Spook Hill. <laughs> I like that. 
Spook Hill's going to eventually have to go. You can't have that floating around. I know. You, people love it. It's unbelievable. Spook Hill can't live that it's much. It's legendary. We've got to have something we can change the name of. Quick like. And Diana Taurasi can have that stupid thing. Give her a street nobody drives on. Diana Taurasi right in front of the stadium. Not one Phoenix Sun has anything named after him down there. Not one. Sweet D. Walter Davis just passed away. Nothing. Just in the ring of Sweetwater. Huh? Yeah, it's close. It's just the word sweet, but you're, you're on we'll to something. Now. We'll yeah. take it over. And that's like saying Alvin Adams is Adams. Yeah. That's not the case. <laughs> I mean, you can try to combine them, but no. The fact Al McCoy and Jerry Colangelo don't have roads down there and Diana Taurasi does is an affront to my senses. It's terrible. It's a failure to this town. Completely and utterly. Name stuff after anybody. You can't just throw it out there because Diana Taurasi has a vagina and shot a basketball. Big whoop. The goat. <laughs> Come on. The goat is Al McCoy, locally. Not the greatest broadcaster of all time, but sons, that's it. Would you get any blowback at all from anybody who isn't Diana Taurasi? If we're like, we're changing this. This is this was premature. Anybody drives a Subaru. You'd say, you know what? Yeah, the Subaru people would get yeah. screaming mad and say it's against gays, and then we'd have to keep it. wonder what the most recent has been done where it's been called this road after a, a former athlete or something like that, and they changed they it. They dump it. Is there like an O.J. Simpson Boulevard or something? Yeah, or did they, did they do something for Pete Rose way yeah. for the, you know, in Cincinnati? Well, that could be. I wonder. I wonder. Yeah. Pete Rose, like even Cincinnati just held on to him even though he was an expo in a Philly right. and stuff. Paterno Boulevard. Paterno had to go. That All that Paterno stuff yeah. disappeared. I don't know if it went back, though, after they're like, eh. He's, but they, they erased all his wins. He's like, it's like he never existed. So I wonder if they took all the statues down and stuff. Because the statue would have to have a little asterisk at the bottom saying, technically, zero wins ever. Because they took them all away. Which is terrible, but what are you going to do? That's true, I wonder. But, I mean, Diana Taurasi's not done anything wrong to have her. No, but I'm she just saying. She just doesn't deserve just, it. Like, let's, let's modernize it. Or, you know, let's years Let's just later. make it right. Let's just make it right. Because they do that with, like, Civil War stuff. Like, we can't have, you know, Stonewall Jackson Lane. You can't. Although I find that sign pretty awesome. But I'm you sure can't, there's a bad tweet out there that they'll have to cancel but the road. How many people are we pissing <laughs> off if we get rid of Diana Taurasi Way? How, like, can't we stand up to them? I would say... A um, hundred. Yeah. A hundred people that are just gonna, that would make a big stink if we just changed it. So this is dumb. This is And, and we said what's true. We said reality. Like, this is way too early to have Diana Taurasi. It would be more than that, her. but... Yeah. Al McCoy's about to die, and there's nothing. There's nothing down to Chick Hearn got a statue down in L.A. At least Al McCoy. We've tried this, but I'm so upset about the Al McCoy thing. It's painful. They let a guy turn 90 before we started making plans. Meanwhile, he had to be at the unveiling of Diana Taurasi Way. Yuck, go f*** yourself. Our listeners have four statues on the ready. If we need them, within two weeks they can build them. We have people who are willing to do it. And then you have... uh, uh, What's his name? Van Arsdale, like the, the original sons, you know, those guys, the guys who are, you know, nothing. Absolutely. Neil Walk. And one of the crosswalks should be named after him. A, a, a handicap ramp. The guy's in a wheelchair. 
He's got no push. He was the second pick to Lou Alcindor when they lost the coin flip. Garbage. Anyway, nothing you can do about it. But we're voting today. So write in a bunch of things you think should happen. Start, start with the Lincoln-Glendale thing. Work your way down to Tarasi turning into McCoy. And between the two, I'd bang McCoy first. <laughs> Even today, modern-day McCoy. The one that would say, ouch. Ouch! Ouch! Shazam! Ouch! Ouch! You! Ouch! What a prick! What a... Wow, what a shot! What a burger from downtown! Wow, ouch! Okay, I'll spread my legs. You put it in the old deep freeze. Ouch! You! But way better visually and fantasy-wise than Diana Taurasi. Oof. She looks like that thing that sits next to Beetlejuice at the end. Oh, you know, with the thing with its hair, yeah. hair pulled back real tight. Switching numbers with? Yeah. Yeah, he wants to switch numbers. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a fan of Diana Taurasi. And it's not sexist. I just don't like her. She doesn't seem nice. And I don't care what people think of that. I don't like a lot of athletes. And if they want it to be even, this is what it looks like. I also hated Tom Brady passionately. I think Bill Belichick would look better inside of a combine than he would on the sidelines. Nobody gets mad when I say that. I say I don't like Diana Taurasi. I'm a sexist. Because girl sports sucks. I don't know how. They, I don't know where they get that idea. Uh, it's seven twenty one. What's that wake up song we're looking at, Brett? Oh, there's a lot of them. Okay. All right, uh, wake up song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Uh, Snowball and Sunrise are uh, they're starting to blow the snow early up there. So uh, you want to get ready for the season? Ski and snowboard early season special ten dollars off a full tune up right now. If you mention KUPD, it includes uh, base grind edges sharpened and hot wax. Plus, they got all the gear there for you. ActionRideShop.com, or just go visit the boys over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. And of course, from our conversation earlier, uh, hot for teacher Van Halen, porn star dancing, uh, Donny Iris, Alia for oh. our uh, Ali, yeah, Ali A H L at the end. Uh, it's like mm-hmm. Ashley without an S, yeah. Uh, Hailstorm, I get off. Motorhead, Orgasmatron. The Lemonheads, Mrs. Robinson. Great one. Uh, and then we just go down the, the line of other the stuff. Basics. So, Let's yeah. stick to a man. You got I'll leave a beautiful day there, too. Donnie Iris, that was for me. Might yeah. make me quit my job again. You don't know. <laughs> Maybe that triggers something every time I hear it. Uh, Aliyah, Ali, because that's the girl yeah. who switched from being a teacher to an OnlyFans superstar because of me. Never seen her. Don't know who she is. We're waiting. I don't know. We'll see. She seemed like she was going to keep that under wraps so we don't make... We got to to check his email, see if she sent anything. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, wouldn't that mean more money? Wouldn't that turn her two hundred and ten grand a year into like two twenty if we got enough people involved? But I don't think she wants Easy. To. Well, Susan's going to come down here and start yelling at you. giving away free advertising? That's true, too. <laughs> yeah, the OnlyFans girls, for sure. Uh, Aaliyah by Donnie Iris is such a song. I don't want to hear it, though. It's <laughs> a good song. Do we go with Hot for Teacher for Van Halen? Because yeah. let's assume... Always that, a game pleaser. Hey, look, let's assume that Ali, our listener, who's turned only fans, was a teacher of sixth graders, like Brittany Zamora. And we were talking about Brittany Zamora, too. Right. So, so that's perfect. So she quit five years ago. Those kids are 17 now. She's getting close to being their teacher again, if you know what I mean. All right. I'm going to stumble across that lady. and I don't know what I'd do if I found out any of my teachers' honey holes were staring back at me through a screen. I didn't have any good ones. She might not be a good one. 
We don't. She's know. making two ten a year. She's got to be. She said she has orgasms. People want to pay for that. I mean, she might be dressed as a clown. I'd pay for that once or twice. <laughs> you don't know what she's doing. <laughs> you wouldn't go for the clown. I would absolutely go for the clown, and I'd show you guys. Like, dude, I just found this on OnlyFans. This chick dresses up like Bozo, and then buzzes herself and loses her mind like Krusty. It's a hey. <laughs> You'd be like, I gotta watch this ten times. I'd pay for at least ten of those. Not saying I'm pleasuring myself, but you don't know what she's doing that's special on there. She might be crazy. She might be hot. We don't know. Either way, she's not a teacher anymore, and I'm proud of her. All public school teachers should quit today. Put the kids back in the hands of the parents and watch them flip out. Then they realize what you've been dealing with. Can you imagine having 30 Kirbys in your house at eight hours a day? Dream Yeah, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be? Yeah. Now think of Ronnie, who does all the work at the house. What would she say? Miserable. You haven't. I think homeschooling is on the rise. Of course it is. Because teachers are on the fall. So people are like, I'm going to teach it myself. Still not, still not something they're happy with. If you had 30 Kirby's in your house, you'd end up hating 28 Kirby's. That's got to be the It only takes one. You can only you hate one Kirby? No, I'm saying uh, the Stephen, that's that's why it's so tough for the look teachers. One person, one parent. It's twenty eight out of thirty every time that suck. <clears throat> twenty eight kids out of thirty kids in a gaggle. You're gonna like two, you're gonna tolerate ten, you're gonna hate the rest. That's gotta be the teacher ratio. I'm telling you, there's no other way. I I think it's less than that. No way. You a, a, a cynical, jaded teacher after three years. See a class. They'll know how to handle them better. Two you like, ten you tolerate, the rest you can't stand. That's life. That's life. That's us here. There's two or three in the building we like, ten we tolerate, <laughs> and the rest we can't stand. It's life. Every room you're in. The pers- That's why you have so few friends as you get older is because you only tolerate a certain amount of people. The rest you're kind of like, eh, I'll deal with them. And then you don't like anybody else. Every room you're in. You don't drive down, maybe Brady does. Hey, friend, driving down the road. You drive down the road and go, ah, f*** you. We hate everybody, Brady. <laughs> Get out of my way, asshole. F*** you. We don't know him. He might be the nicest guy in the world, but we just don't want to deal with him. Human nature to dismiss the society and then pick and choose little bits from it. Teachers, I know your deal. Two, ten, nothing. That's the, out of 30, guarantee. 18 miserable pricks. Ten you tolerate, two you like. Once they hit that, cross the line, like I'm, yeah. I'm done with this, and that starts working. It just landslide. Talk to any teacher too, and you're like, well, I'm so happy with my classes this year. I've got like five kids I like. Five? That's like a big number. Oh yeah, five, having five good ones. So then it narrows it down to five you like, ten you tolerate, and the rest you like. And that means that's awesome. Awesome. they all, and that's life. <laughs> Movie theater. If you were to sit in a movie theater and say, all right, here's how this is going to work. Two people would cooperate. Ten would be all right. And the rest you'd hate. Every every room you're in. Guarantee. Our beer parties, our events and stuff. Two or three we really like. Good portion we tolerate. And the rest were like, oh, great. There's Chris. (laughs) (laughs) It's the way we work. It's reality of living. It's out of control now.
Uh, a little later, we'll talk to Tyson Nash. Also going to let you know about Holmberg Helps, which is awesome. I talked to uh, Eric Bryan, who is a veteran. And not only a veteran, but uh, he, he's uh, the guy behind Precision Air. And uh, we were talking yesterday. He said, there's a veteran, and he's on the board for the military assistance mission. I said, I want to come in. Like, I need you to tell me what we're doing here with the military assistance mission from your perspective. And, man, when he started talking about it, you could hear the passion in his oh, voice man. on helping veterans and helping family members who are, you know, uh, deployed during the holidays and how making ends meet just isn't a thing. He said, a lot of times uh, when you're overseas, your checks get screwed up. I didn't know this. When you're And military guys are probably out there shaking their heads right now. Yeah, was, your checks don't go to the right spots. And they don't care what time of year it is. So you might be short around December and you need a hand. And he said, and a lot of them are veterans. They come back there. Uh, it's, it's a, and so he started it. I said, you come in and do this. So we're going to have him in here later this week to tell the side of a veteran. Because I can't speak from that perspective. All I want to do is be part of something that I didn't invent. We didn't have anything to do with this. Military Assistance Mission put this together. You can go to 98kupd.com and figure it all out. But it's to help our troops. Again, standing up at sporting events and clapping every time, going nuts at flyovers. Yay, I love the military. But if you do, let's start uh, acting. Let's actually do something. And this is a way to do something that really helps. And when Eric was talking to him, I'm like, you're the guy. Like, coming from me, it just sounds like, you know, the Pandaverse. I am not qualified to say what you're doing here. But Lerner and Rose in on it, Superstar Car Wash, Global Credit Union. Uh, and he's going to come in here and tell us, like, as a veteran, here's what I know. And I've heard from a few already that, that Christmas was the toughest time to be. You know, we've done that before. That's why we did the, the letters and the, the pack-out stuff. Letters are still coming. Oh, we're going to have those. So we'll be able to read those on Friday we'll even though they have the day off. It's Veterans Day. Yep. We'll be reading it to him. Maybe uh, we'll get some letters about their teachers. <laughs> My teacher quit. <laughs> She's an OnlyFans hoer. <laughs> They'll be spelled wrong. H-O-A-R-E. Hoar. Tang high. Tang high in the plex, lady. Nice hooters. Uh, speaking of hooters, they bring you the Brady Report, and hooters calendars are on sale right now. 2024 calendar featuring 19 Arizona hooters girls, including... Avery and Olivia. Kylie. You can also, as Kylie's in there too, and I think Brittany's in there. Uh, each calendar includes $150 worth of coupons and a collector calendar cup. So you get your 2024 Hooters calendar today for $16.99, and it goes to a good cause too. Hooters calendar always. Calendar cup? Yeah, you get a cup. Is it a little cup with all the pictures on it? Turn it. Pages. Okay. <laughs> as you're drinking? <laughs> I had an old man burp in the middle of that too, which was even better. Turn, it? <laughs> Turn the pages. I wish my dad would have told me about that. When you turn 45, you're not done peeing for another six minutes after you think you're done peeing. Just stand over the thing. Otherwise, you're going to get tracks. Don't wear khakis anymore. Also, for no reason at all, at the age of 45, your body just starts reacting with these (laughs) moments. And you don't understand them. You never had that when I was young. I never was talking. Hey, Brett, you know, uh, I was over. (coughs) Excuse me. I was over at the. uh, Didn't ever happen to Mill Avenue Q going. I was hanging out with those idiot pikes. Who were dancing like they were Polynesians? What are you guys doing? We're just walking into an ascent. Good, let's know the pikes are here. I'm like, oh Christ! You guys mind not dancing anymore? What was that old man bird for? By the way, if you want to see that enacted live, go to Resorts World in Las Vegas. A lot of that, that is, going on. There's a lot of the uh, whatever pikes fraternity is oh. in town that weekend. 
I just know the first Rah! the first one walked in like he was a New Zealand all black. We are the the pikes. I'm like, dude, we're here to play pool. How he's, tough can you he's be? A pike. He's an all white. He was an all white pike. Oh, that's true. But the all blacks, I don't understand yeah. why they call him that, but that's a New Zealand team. And they do like that Samoan dominant Pacific Islander dance before each game. The what do they call them? The Magwais? Magli? Yeah, the University of Hawaii does the same yeah, they have tribal a big dance, dance too. Yeah, they go nuts. Well, that's the stupid idiot pikes that they've done. But I never once was hanging around with those dudes and giving the... <laughs> you guys want to knock off the dancing? <laughs> Why did you burp like my dad? I don't know. It just happens. <laughs> and your head naturally just kind of... <laughs> just bites itself. <laughs> yeah, you muffle it. That needs to be one of kinda those uh, ads where the guy's trying to not make you not turn into your parents. You got to kind of eat that burp. Anyway, sorry. Hooters has the calendars and all the stuff that it comes with. Uh, and then they bring you the Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Cancer Awareness Day. Totally aware of it. Scared to death of it. Is there anybody who's not? Um, is there a guy in the road right now going, what's this now? Cancer? Am I saying it right? We're all aware of it, unfortunately. Yeah. A couple of basis fun facts. David Bowie had no problems traveling by cabs and subways in New York City. He'd just carry a Greek newspaper with him while traveling around to get the impression that he was just a Greek man who looked like David Bowie. That's, okay. That's your theory. Speak French. Yeah. Pretend you're speaking another language. It's dangerous New York. You'll run into one of them. Yeah. Here, every time I walk by a homeless, I just go into French. Not one of them will ever <laughs> Yeah, you got a couple bucks. Don't books. Oh, never mind. <laughs> no matter how crazy they are, the day I run into a French homeless or a bilingual one who knocks me down with some Aww. good old-fashioned Bastille Day French, I'm handing him everything in my pocket. How bad have you gotten your ass kicked that you came <laughs> over from France and you're on the mean streets of Phoenix? Well, he might have trickled uh, down from Montreal or somewhere, you know. Oh, okay. That could be, right. but still, yeah. you got both languages. You should be able to get a job. So you're saying poor Montreal? <laughs> right. Yeah, he yeah. came down for the warmer weather. And- well, Montreal is the Glendale of France. <laughs> like, I do, I've done it a million times. When I used to do sun, when I was the sun's uh, guy for the old radio station, I would have to park at the Singhai restaurant, which I don't think is there anymore. Parking there, there were homeless dudes all over, and I'd run down that road to get into the arena. You got any money? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, sorry. Is it St. Charles still around? That was Singhai or the St. Charles Motel. Oh, no, that's one. no, that's that is uh, that was the one building is still there. Gathering oh, there. I played pool there once. <laughs> Just on a dare, a friend of mine walked by and was like, dare you to go in there and play pool. And there's a dude with one eye. <laughs> He's got a patch. And I'm He's like, He's running the table. Quite literally pirates inside there. And we walked in and it stunk. <laughs> and they all lived there. And there was a pool table right in the middle of that lobby. And I played pool there one time. I was bad at pool. Thank God the guy beat me fast and we got out of there. Was that called the St. Charles? Yeah. There's I'm a sure. picture of it uh, at the H&H Ranch in the hallway. The $1 bill has lots of things in groups of 13 that, to represent the 13 original colonies. There are thor- 13 stars on the front and back. 13 levels on the pyramid, on the seal. On a dollar? On a dollar. Toledo, you probably have a dollar. Let me see. I might. And the eagle on the back is holding 13 arrows and an olive branch with 13 leaves. I knew the arrows thing. I didn't know about the arrows. 
I don't I know where know the about stars the are. Did you say there's stars? Yeah, 13 stars on the front and back. Of the dollar? Where are the stars? I'm not seeing any stars on the front. And where's the pyramid? What's the pyramid significance? 13 levels. Oh, okay. Okay, I can see the 13 no levels. No kidding. I still don't see any Let me stars. See I still don't see any stars on the back. Or the front. I don't even know what the dollar stars are. Where are the stars, Brady? Not sure. I'd take a look at it. No screen. research. They're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have like a picture of a dollar with arrows on it saying here's the stars? No. Ah, man, believe what you read. All right, I'll Google. Where, Where are, are the hidden stars? Like, they're hidden like the Playboy bunny. Or like that little spider. Is the little spider still part of a dollar? Remember he was up in the webbing in the corner? I don't see a single star. You say there's 13 of them on the front and back. 13 stars on the front and back. Of a dollar bill. Yeah. I don't see one. All right, I'll try. You give that a look. Eagle eye. I don't see one star. Three, four, five, six. No, you're not You're saying there's one after the serial number, but that's not the way that he's describing it. One? We're down 12 straight. Right. <laughs> and keep in mind, you got to flip it over and find 12 more, and they're not on there either. I always knew the eagle holding the arrows was the 13 colonies. But I didn't know the olive branch till today. And I didn't know the pyramid had 13 levels either. I knew it had the eye of Sauron on top of it, though. Yes. This is some Nicolas Cage yeah, stuff. Yeah, that is. I wonder if behind Where's... the one that like that is a star. Four on the one. It, it wouldn't then... be on it. Yeah. Look at me, know. baby girl. That dollar bill yeah. holds all the secrets of our Constitution. Oh, so you're saying the center of the spider web is Yeah, star. maybe the, that's okay. what they consider All right, I might buy that. That's one. One, two, three, four, five, six. I count. And then there's interior more webs, but I don't know if that. I don't think you're right. I'm using a goddamn credit card. Screw this. <laughs> right. yeah, that's we why all I don't, are. <laughs> yeah. I've graduated from dollar bills. That's Toledo territory. Before Mussolini. Stars there? There's one. No, no, no. There's the cluster of them. Oh, there is? A whole load of them on In, the back. Inside whatever that, that thing oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, I see that over the E Pluribusunum eagle. All right. Okay. Got but one. we still blanked on the front. Nothing, man. Somebody wrote on the back, it's in the right circle above the yeah, eagle. it's above the eagle. I see that. I see now. that one, but we're not seeing the front. Yeah, where's the front? All right, this is annoying. Who before, started this puzzle? <laughs> Brady. Before Mussolini got into politics and became a fascist dictator, he worked as a teacher. Yeah, and then he got to OnlyFans, and then <laughs> look what happened. Showed his wing. <laughs> the people, uh, they like it to see my bigger piece of deal. I met a new friend called Adolf in Germany on a line. Oh, He's oh. a good pal. Huh? We're going to meet up. I have some ideas. He says mm a lot. He likes it. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Show me that piece of deal, you big Italian hairy bastard. I say, okay, here you go. But you have to give me something, too. And he goes, I got an idea. We're going to join up. There's a thread online where people are talking. A thread right. online where people are talking about outdated tech that they're still using. And still perfectly happy with. Note pen, uh, notepad and pen. That's technology? It's just paper. <laughs> it's just saying it's outdated, outdated technology. Yeah. Like so the notepad. 
Like the electronic notepad. No, I think he means I mean, like a literal yeah. notepad and pen. I knew people that were still using Blackberries up until like a year ago. Watches that just tell anymore. time. I mean, I guess cave walls are outdated technology. So if you're looking at paper that same way. Okay. Watches that just tell time. Yeah. A calculator with buttons and a screen. Don't understand that at all. Physical media like DVDs, CDs, video games. Man. Books. How is Bookman still taking in no that stuff? You know what scared me the other day, and I didn't know that your phone had this? When you turn your phone sideways on the calculator, it becomes one of those super intimidating ones. <laughs> it's got those buttons you don't understand with, like, square that roots and stuff. you've never used. Like, ugh, I just put it down like I remember you. I was in that math class. I yeah. don't think I've ever used this You were my first button. F. <laughs> a lot of people mentioned previous video gaming systems. A hand crank can opener. And a motorless lawnmower. Oh, yeah. those, oh, those man. are the I best. Wanted though. to murder my dad, though. Oh, we had the engine that was the same blade as the motorless one. It just dug into the earth. Oh. You had a motor one? Yeah, oh, yeah. It was a wow. Briggs and Stratton Super Tiff Those are expensive mower. too. Yeah, it was horrible, and it mowed about eight thousand pounds, eight or nine inches of grass, and then you had to empty the basket. Oh, it was the worst. But Tiff. the push, the oh. push ones. Those are the worst. Ah. Kurt made you. Push oh those. man, he was being cheap that day, and I'm like, <laughs> look, Netton. Get a real lawnmower, because this is crap. Get outside and push the quiet mower. My mom had one of those. She had a little tiny patch of grass. It took her an hour and a half to mow her postage stamp lawn, because that stupid thing would lock up. Oh, they're the worst. He's like, do you like that hot shower? Do you like that, you like that roof uh, over your head? Now, here we go, Dad. Here we go. I pay for the water that washes yep. you after you mow my lawn. <laughs> Brian Eller. Visited Oops, sorry. Baltimore, Maryland for a date night two months ago. He just purchased a, an Audi uh, RS7. Mm. Nice and he whip. pulled up to the waterfront Pendry Hotel in the new RS7. Left the keys with the valet service. Instead of parking the car, the valet, Jordan Richardson. Just took it. Ferris Bueller did, did the Ferris Bueller. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, went to a nearby convenience store and for a car meet claims while he was there sitting in the back seat three people jumped into the car flashed a handgun and stole it from him double steal yep the police recovered the car outside an apartment building took it to the uh, impound lot Eller retrieved the Audi found severely damaged Um, they destroyed the whole body the doors don't even open there's a full can of gas spilled in the car. Yeah, you don't need that anymore. Front bumper partially ripped off. Insurance Has claim. no one watched The yeah. Wire? That's Baltimore. You don't drive nice things into Baltimore. People at Brady, Date night. Brady would tell you, there's nice places. In- no, there's not in Baltimore. Not at all. It's the same as Albuquerque. Uh, Breaking Bad is set in Albuquerque because it's so wildly believable that that entire region is a mess. They have some nice houses you got to drive kind of far to get to. Albuquerque fits. And then a giant laundry out in the middle of nowhere. Right. The wire fits. And it's not. It's in the town I was at. It. It's pretty neat. Oh, it was? Oh. Yeah. And- the wire is Baltimore. And there's no reason for you to have nice things in Baltimore. You drive out to the outskirts of Baltimore. That's where the good stuff is. There's a big uh, federal drug bust that happened in Massachusetts and Boston. More than 220 pounds of drugs seized in the basement of this multifamily home. Uh, included pill... Pills molded to resemble the heart-shaped Valentine's Day candies. Oh. 
calling, it's it's calling the seizure one of the largest single location drug seizures in New England history. Um, in the basement, uh, estimated 10 million doses were seized. Of fentanyl? Of uh, a bunch of stuff. Oh, a whole bunch of them. Um, you had counterfeit Adderall pills believed to contain meth. Oh, my goodness. Hundreds of thousands of counterfeit Percocet pills believed to be fentanyl. Four firearms, heat sealers, scales, packaging materials. An entrepreneur. How many people are doing drugs? Emilio Garcia was the operations ring later. Every couple weeks, we have a bajillion. What are you looking at Brett laughing for? I don't know. I looked over there. He's laughing. No, you you looked at him you with the. Oh, are you laughing? Look, you look, look, I watched for, you. I didn't see him. I saw him start laughing. I watched you look down, say Emilio Garcia, and you were like, <laughs> the drug leader. Laughing? And then, and then I look over, over and there's Sir laugh. laughs no, a lot. You weren't looking over with that face. You looked over with a. <laughs> I bet that here. got him. You had I bet that got him face. <laughs> I bet that got him. <laughs> it wasn't on Lincoln. It was on Glendale. Brown name. Bet Brett liked that. You're getting way too much out of this. Seriously, though, how much fentanyl and drugs are being used that every two weeks we catch the largest supply ever and throw it away, and it's still a Celebrate massive problem? like we put a dent in we it. We never dent it. No. It's like whatever's cruising over, what we catch, oh, there's a billion, what'd you say, 10 million pills? 10 million doses, Hun- right? Yeah. 10, uh, yeah. There's 10 million doses, and that's not going to stop it. And we catch a million, two million. We get every couple days, you'll see, ah, oh, seizure of this, seizure of that. How much is here? If a dose is two pills, that's 20 million How pills. much is here? Oh, my God. That's In the question. Town? Like, we're seizing 20 million doses. How much is here? In the States. How much do we need? It's like shrimp. I always marvel at how many chickens die because there's chicken wings nonstop everywhere in every city, everywhere. They threaten that chicken wing shortage every year around the Super Bowl. We've yeah. never tried. Never, never fentanyl shortage. Work. Never gone without Never are we short wings. fentanyl. And, and imagine if every once in a while we seized 20 million chickens and threw them out. Right. Enjoy well, your conversation hearts this um, yeah. Valentine's Be Day. Be mine, fentanyl. We did just throw out a bunch of dino chicken nuggets. It's crazy. What? Sorry to be the throw out your bag. Sorry, Freddie. He's You're got metal shavings. Plenty of nuggies. He'd eat them. <laughs> Get a steel wool with some chicken mixed in. That's not bad. Uh, this is a little complaint out of the uh, Disney workers. Uh, according to a write-up um, recently, the Disney guests are so desperate to hold their spot in line, they're basically deucing. Dropping deuces while standing in the line. According to write-ups, it's true. What? And it happens at Disneyland and Disney World more often than you think. They saw a parent let their kid drop a deuce while standing in line for the Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. No. Employees backed them up in comments and said... Ready? I know what's causing this. It's, it's the curry. Three poop-related incidents that day. And India likes to poop in streets, and they love Disneyland. And they say it's not only the kids. Oh, of course. It's cultural. God forbid they find out there's a river inside. Uh, it's a small world, and they're going to ruin it. If you'd like to read more, two former Disneyland janitors 
also talk about it in their 2015 book called Cleaning the Kingdom. <laughs> All the poop that's on and the And there's a whole chapter called Disgusting Things. Oh. <laughs> well, you see, we don't want to lose our line. And we don't want to lose our line in Bhopal. You just go ahead and dump it on the road. They say it's so common there's a secret code for yeah. it now called Code H. It's called Calcutta. <laughs> Used to mean like the horse relieved itself on Main Street. Right. But H is for human. I watched a special about the Taj Mahal once, and it was actually encouraged when it gets too crowded to just drop a few on the sides. What? Yeah, you don't go running away. You'll, there's you got to see this place. I've never seen a sea, like Disneyland's nothing at its busiest compared to the sea of humanity that is in front of the Taj Mahal. And then you go down to Calcutta, and it's just elbows I'll and lose your space. Yeah, you can't see. And you're trying to get in somewhere. They're just dropping it. That's why there's so much poop in the street and the roads and things like that. It's because that's just a cultural thing. Half of it here's, smells like flowers. Half of it smells like poop. Here's what they say at Disney. Just flag down an employee. If you're in line, I have taken tell me how to go. They will take you to the bathroom and hold your space in line. <laughs> They're like, wow. look, we'll take you to a place to relieve yourself. They'd oh, much rather man. do that than clean it up. I was enjoying one of your many churros, and I decided to drop one right in the middle of the road. It is not cinnamon-flavored, my friend. I have to poop, and I'm not moving because I want to get on the Matterhorn. <laughs> <laughs> I have been online for Space Mountain for two hours. I will not move. You will not remember me. That is a cultural thing. India likes to poop outside, and they love it, by the way. There was a guy, uh, one of their biggest stars was on 60 Minutes. Nobody's ever heard of him here. There's a couple billion people in India. This dude can't move down the street. And his big complaint was people stand outside his house and wait for him to come outside. And then when they disperse, it's it's just <laughs> urine. and they, just, they don't care. Like they, they just were there. And it's like, nah, that's no big deal. They deal with it all the time. Because there's such an immense amount of poverty. And then, you know, there's such a class difference. According to this dude's story, now I may be way off on the whole place, but I don't think so, that uh, they're used to poop. We're going to be. We keep it up downtown. <laughs> You'll be stepping over some of that. We fix that, John. Uh, they're everywhere. Four men in England just got arrested for stealing a $6 million gold toilet. This happened in 2019. From Trump? No, it was a uh, conceptual artist from Italy, made it out of 18-karat gold and named it America. <laughs> it was supposed to be a commentary on unbridled capitalism. It was originally on display at the Guggenheim in New York. You could wait in line, and you could actually use it. There was a time limit of three minutes. Hmm. They eventually moved it to a place in England called the Bainheim Palace, or the Blenheim, sorry. It was a... World Heritage Site. It also is where Winston Churchill was born. He was born in a palace? The golden commode vanished in the middle of the night in September of 2019. Authorities have been searching for it ever since. All four men, between the ages of 35 and 39, they're facing charges of burglary and conspiracy to transfer criminal property. Sadly, police don't know where the toilet is. But chances are it's no longer a toilet. Disneyland. think the guys melted it down and spun the gold. I'm so stupid. If I found a golden toilet, A, I wouldn't know how to melt it down. And B, I don't know how to sell gold except for the guy on 16th Street and Camelback that are, just stands there with a We Buy Gold sign. And I know I'm not getting top dollar there. No. Where do you sell gold? 
Mo Money Pond. That's right. But you can't sell, like, melted-down gold. Sure you can. They'll they take can. whatever. Oh, yeah. Wait, those guys would have you in jail in a heartbeat. You should see the... You can go in there with a nugget right out of the river. <laughs> you can go in there with, like, jewelry from your ex or whatever. You're not going in there with a melted-down toilet and going, Hey, Byron, where'd you get that? <laughs> uh, the river? Out of the mine. You'd be, in, you'd be on the news you found a big <laughs> chunk of melted gold toilet. I don't know where to sell it. And Byron and they run a reputable business over there. They're not going to you blobbing your new melted gold bucket down there. Look what I've got. Yeah. First question: Where'd you get it? Uh, I got to go somewhere else. You guys are too inquisitive. I need a red flag would go up. I need Brady's pawn shop. I got no <laughs> questions. Give it. <laughs> are there a serial number? Zero Nothing? research. Oh. Wow. I'd bite it. Yep, that's weird gold. Yeah, I found this on like a bike a trail. He found it on a bike trail. My buddy Billy found gold on a bike trail once. All right, good. Keep it. <laughs> I got no questions. <laughs> You'd bite it. What are you, Windfall <laughs> Willie or something? <laughs> hey, you were literally you were yeah, on a gold mine. <laughs> I used to be a toilet, huh? Well, that's good enough for me. You look like an honest pair. John, if you want to up your selfie game, uh, there's a new pose. I need a new face. Scrunch face. I've got that. Yeah, it's the real popular. Don't do the duck face anymore. Fish lips. Um, here's an example. Is it hero face? Oh, no. Just act like Ada Lemon. It's beer beer face. We've done this already. I thought so too, but evidently they're calling scrunch only face. cute people should do scrunch yeah. face. And not that this ups your selfie. Yeah, game. well, cute like if Olivia Culpo does scrunch yeah. face, you're like adorable. Yeah. But you don't want Jesus Christ. You don't want filter Ew. chubby Selena Gomez Ew. doing it. <laughs> I already have scrunch face. When the sun's in my eyes, I look like I'm 80 years old. Ah. Next year, Heinz will be releasing a new condiment: pickle How- pickle ketchup. With pickles in it? Just the juice? The taste of it, yeah. The huh. Why not just put a pickle on? Right. Yeah. How lazy are we getting when you need all in one bucket? And Shake Shack just announced a new nationwide promotion where they're giving America a free chicken sandwich. If an NFL player NFL player does a touchdown celebration, the chicken dance. Okay, so they give a chicken away. If I don't remember what the chicken George Kittle does. The offer is good for next Sunday's game, November 12th. Who's getting paid? That's what I'm wondering, too. You got a Let's bunch hope of, there's a couple of them. Yeah. If you, there's like 10 guys they've paid. If you get in the end zone and do this, we'll give you $100,000. You have to get the Shake Shack app, of course. Sure. Well, again, I, I think Brett was with me once. You've not lived until you've seen the fourth quarter of a Suns game. When the opposing team gets two free throws and he misses the first one because it's free Chick-fil-A for everybody with a ticket. And it's playoff atmosphere. I forgot about that. Did you see it when you went? Oh, I'm like, what's going on? If anybody misses that first free throw in the fourth quarter, the cow shows up. There's chick. They come out of nowhere. If he misses. If if he misses two free throws in the fourth quarter. The other team. So Brady was at Spurs game. So if, you know, Sochin went up there and clanks the first one. There's a chicken out on the, like immediately, like everywhere you're surrounded by Chick-fil-A sticks. They, they come out of nowhere. The crowd goes crazy. All the boards change. Chick-fil-A free if you miss the next one. And I've been there when they did it against the Sacramento Kings. The guy missed too. I swear to God, it was New Year's. It was the greatest day ever. 
We lost our minds. Free five dollar sandwich. Yeah, people got free chicken. And if he makes one, he just ate that up. Yeah, bitch. and that was the one where the black guy next to me goes, "You know I want that." And I'm like, "I can't." And he started laughing. You can't say it, but you know I want that. And I'm like, "I was, I knew you wanted that." Because I didn't want to say anything. I'm like, we got free stuff you like. Got a couple of radio videos. The first one's a guy uh, getting demolished by a bus. I mean, decimated. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Way to sell it. Wow. All right. Oh, yep. Nope. No question. Good day, oh, sir. Good God. Ugh. The bus goes, uh, careens off onto a sidewalk. Dude yeah. gets fronted into by a set of concrete Smashed steps. into a no, wall. Sh- no shot. Oh, I've never seen more pancaking of a full human. Yeah. Like, that's his whole body. Oh, God, his head might be up top, yeah. too. His oh, bus pass out and everything. Wow, that is not what he meant by bus stop. Wow. Wow. We'll lighten it up a little bit. This is a girl trying to get on a scooter. Okay. Her friends are... She's, she's got one leg. Oh, my God! <laughs> Did she have both legs? No, she's got both she, legs, no, but I don't just think went so. over. No, I think she she's only got one leg. Where's her other leg? Under the scooter. I don't think so. Here, she's trying to stop. I think she's a really hot amputee. Stop it right there. She's a hot amputee. That's her purse. No, oh, it is? Oh, yeah, I think yeah. it's her purse sticking out. <laughs> yeah, that's her purse. Oh, I see her other leg now. It is. Her purse matches her pants. Perfect. <laughs> you can see her on OnlyFans. What was she thinking riding down an ice plane? I don't think yeah. that was the intention. Well, she got to pay for some it that way. Well, that's pretty awesome. The she next one. Face. We've seen the, these are the cars that are doing donuts and clipping people. Yeah. This is a different uh, way of finishing now. Okay. I guess when the guy goes down. Oh, oh, oh he goes down. I'm always going over. Guy this comes guy's... over. Hold oh, on. No, stop. Checks the pockets. And oh, bam. God. Oh, what? The guy gets hit by a car, flies into the ground. He's out cold. Probably dented his buddy's car. Another dude comes over, tries Jacks to rob him, and then smacks him in the face. <laughs> why? Wearing Crocs, too. And look at why. Because yeah. of the... Because it's the Middle East. It's another one of your yep. Al-Qaeda sites. Yep. They do They do stuff different over there. They love abusing a corpse in that part of the world. This last one I call bowling for scooters. You got a truck. The back wheel comes off the back oh, of the truck. Oh, no. It's a side camera. There goes the rogue tire down a freeway, and it's and aiming right at a scooter. Got him! Oh, man. All oh, the odds. Oh, man. <laughs> God hates him. Vishnu hates that guy. And that's a heavy tire. Oh, no, that's a 45-mile-an-hour night. Is he blowing his horn like everybody turn around? Half my truck is missing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he just keeps driving. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nothing to see here. Oh, well. yeah, I'm just going to keep going. No serial numbers on that tire. And then I got one. Uh, wow. One for you that's kind of for oh. Brady. Hyenas. Uh, when hyenas get special treats. Okay. Watch the eyeball. What is that? Oh, plucking it out. What's it eating? The oh, eye. Like, oh! He oh! <laughs> plucked the eyeball out of a delicacy out of his deer. Popped. Oh, it pops. The eyeball pops <laughs> like a milk. Like, <laughs> like you a, broke a milk carton, like a little quarter. Look. Oh God. Oh my God. Help. <laughs> All right, Bert. All right. Yeah. That was awful. That's one of the, I don't like that at all. Eyeball stuff gets me. I hold off on the nature of metals a lot of times because there's some that are. Oh, yeah, I don't watch those. Brutal. I was watching Planet Earth 3 the other day. 
this square-headed fox walking along has found himself a badger. And I'm like, oh, great. The badger's kind of adorable. And this big wolf that's got a square face. Why his face is square, no one knows. <laughs> and then, for, and that's the only information I got about this thing. And then it, it spotted the badger. And the badger looks up like, oh, crap. They follow this one badger who goes underground and it starts to dig. And then another one pops up next to him like, what's going on? And he just goes, oh, the square-headed fox just wrecks the badger. Camera gets close enough to hear. Couldn't have been a badger. Badgers are mean. I don't know what it was. It was unsuspecting. I don't know what. It was big. It was too big to be a gopher, too small to be a badger. But it was. It didn't know what was going on. It just heard a ruckus and popped his head out like, hey, oh, Jesus, square-headed wolf. <laughs> Never seen one of those before. If like if I were to draw a wolf, it would look like this because it would be bad. This thing's got a square head. It's like the bad guys in Gumby. All right, Britt, go ahead. All right. Start with this one here. Oh, just some terrible country. Guys just walking around. Out. It looks like a road, but I'm not. Sparks flew. He <laughs> came out of nowhere and pushed the guy up against the barrier. <laughs> the barrier guarding God knows what. Yeah. No, oh, wow. And the guy's on fire. He ran there. into it. Wow. What is that barrier protecting? Yeah, I don't know. Wow. Like, uh, one horrible people, side from another? People on the other side of it? I guess. Well, he was on there's the wrong side. There's uh, traffic. Yeah, there's some traffic. We're on a truck. Driving down the freeway. <laughs> we got some traffic. We got a guy in a big truck. He's... Uh, Higher up than everyone else, clearly. Oh, look out. Oh, oh. 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 Just standing in the road. It looked like me. Oh, bald guy in the middle of the road for no reason just jumped in front of that truck. That had to be suicide. Yeah, and I like how he stops. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. why is this a thing? Not even pulling over. Oh, he's trying to. He's in a semi. <laughs> that semi's moving. That again. <laughs> He's going straight to the superstar car wash. <laughs> uh, apparently, this one's... Uh, Get that weirdo off the front of my car. I didn't see nothing. This one speaks for itself. All right. And the video begins. Oh, oh, it's a lady with... Oh! oh, oh out like a trip. Oh, God! That is... Oh, oh, somebody touching it. What is that? Is that her entire... Oh, 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 oh my that's God! Beehole, man! <laughs> I didn't know it could come out that far. It's like Patrick Starfish is coming. One of his limbs is coming out. That cannot be healthy. It's tremors. It's tremors coming out of his butt. Oh, God. Somebody call Kevin Bacon and get the biggest prolapse. She's rubbing her bean. The biggest hog I've ever seen. Oh, God. That looks like a thing from SpongeBob. Red licorice. Red licorice. And it's dripping. Like, it's dripping. Uh, That's Alf. Put it in. That's Alf. It's not supposed to be out like that. Oh, what's going on? What's gone? What has gone on in her life that creates that? Oh, Oh, in it. That last drip. I did. Oh, (laughs) quick. Wow. This is why we can't have nice things. We'll <laughs> end there. Wow. The butthorn. For whatever reason, Yukon Cornelius just popped in my mind. Look at what she can do. <laughs> How do you go, hey, people want to see this? Uh, well, you're I'd, a former teacher. Look, and then, that uh, happens to me. <laughs> 210,000. I either grab a rope and kill myself or go right to the hospital. I'm not going to go get a camera and show everyone that my butthole comes out 
14 inches. She was a health teacher at school. That's why she ah. got fired. There's a lot of fascinating things going on inside your body. Want to see it? There's some of it. <laughs> this is the prolapse. This is the prolapse, Denise. Touch it. Why is it wet? Oh, last night was rough. There's still some drippings. <laughs> just seems so dangerous. Oh, it does seem dangerous when your butthole's out. <laughs> I don't like my butthole exposed, let alone, let alone it, hanging out of exp- me. Explode your, it's like a water balloon. <laughs> I don't think it's thicker like than a, Yeah, it's like a... It's juicy. Do you want to see it again? Yeah. No, it's Let's like you're a making a glizzy with the it looks like a, animal yeah, Stop making it food-related immediately. <laughs> it's an anal. Don't start an comparing glizzy. it to grillins. <laughs> Weirdo. Oh, could you? Uh, come on. Yeah, what, like pause there right sound, there. Pause too. right there. Oh, oh there is sound? I think. No, I don't have, I have you turned oh, no. up. Okay. Give me a click on the. Okay. It does look like a tremors worm. Look at that thing. <laughs> and she's, look at her face. She's loving it. This is the worst episode of HBO's Girls I've ever seen. She's still that, sexy. She's still better than Lena Dunham. This is what? <laughs> oh, and then this some last, guy's just in there stroking. This, uh, and the last, she seems to like it. Where's that? Why is there no blood? What is going on in the world that that's a thing? Get that and back then how in. How does you. it tuck back in? Uh, you just start pushing. I mean, oh, the drip. Oh, the drip. drip What's the drip? Oh, the drip. <laughs> it just makes a drip like this isn't good. Uh, oh, uh, God. Every morning. It's a little worse. Grand Torino. Ooh, you know who I'm mad at right now? Dr. Jay Schwartz. <laughs> a couple years ago, I'd have just seen a blurry version of that and asked you guys what was going on. He's given me 2020 vision for that. Oh, thanks, Brett. Hey, no problem. Arnold Schwarzenegger's forearm coming out of there. Yeah, but with the skin off of it. It looks like those body art exhibits. Only coming out at you. Put it back. If your butthole falls out, put it back. Don't film it. Yeah. Don't start I'm rubbing your bean. Seeing that tucking hmm. back in there. You want to like, see? The, you want to see? She, do you think she does it on her own, or do you think she needs help? <laughs> you want to see her bust the table? Like, all right, yeah. well, that's enough like, of that. All right, and we're pfft. done here. How do you know when you're done? All right, I guess we're all finished. You guys want to give me a hand pack in this chute? You have to. There's no way you can pull that back <laughs> like in Like the there. end of a drag race. You got to get the chute all back in there. Good luck. Anyway, all right. Well, Tyson Nash will fix all this. I wonder if he's ever touched a rosebud. That's a bigger than a rosebud. That's a tremors. That's a tremors worm. Anyway, all right. Well, there you go. That's your Brady Report, which has just morphed into this nightmare every day. And I kind of like it and I kind of hate it at the same time. Tyson Nash... Coyote Super Voice is going to join us in just a little bit. It's 98 KUPD. It's out of control now. 98 You guys saw it. You saw the producer said, putting all the pressure on me. I'm like, I don't know if we're ready yet. He says, no, Tyson's ready. Calls Tyson's. goes right to voicemail. <laughs> Tyson Nash from the Coyotes is going to join us in a second. And is hey, that, okay, he's on now. All right, good. There he is. And what we're talking about with Tyson Nash is uh, kind of an exciting thing. Let's just get right to it. Tyson Nash, uh, I'll call him that, the voice of your Coyotes. How are you, Mr. Nash? 
I am doing fantastic. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course. Anytime you want to be on, you're more than welcome here. And I'm, uh, look, let me just start by saying this. I'm bandwagoning uh, some stuff in the town. I am a super sports fan, a big-time Steelers fan. I have uh, always kind of been uh, a, almost a closeted Coyotes fan. It's just that moment where you just want to be a fan, but there's not really anything to be a fan of sometimes. And you want it, and you want it, and you want it. I just jumped on the Diamondbacks bandwagon because why wouldn't I? And it gave me hope for this Coyotes team that's going on over there at Mullet Center because they're actually pretty good and nobody's talking about them. Well, you and me, you and me both. I think it's time uh, you jump out of the closet and you uh, you become a fan, yeah. full time fan. Because I'll tell you what, I I, I watch this team every, every night, every day. Um, they they have something special here. They got a great core. They got a real good foundation. Uh, Bill Armstrong, the general manager, has done a remarkable job. Uh, from even last year to this year, just filling holes, uh, adding pieces that this team needs as far as leadership, scoring, um, you know, and look at the Diamondbacks. Anything yeah. can happen. You saw how they started out, where they finished. Um, it's just about, you know, getting better every day and peaking at the right time and getting into the playoffs. And once you get in, anything can happen. That's the truth. Tyson, tell me, though, are you, as a guy who's watched this team a ton, and I try to and I get frustrated and I'm like, it's just so hard to watch over the years. Are you really honestly saying that you think this is a Stanley Cup potential? Not that they're right now, but like this is a team that could shock you. Well, I don't think playoffs is out of the question. Um, you know, I think if you look at this team in the last you know handful of years, the ownership issues, uh, that's solid right now. Um, you know, I think you look at John Chaika, our, our previous general manager, and what he did and all the draft picks that were lost. Bill Armstrong taking over, filling and stockpiling the shelves with draft picks again and, and players, uh, you know, more draft picks than we could ever use, you know, so you can now take those draft picks and trade them up for, for current solid NHL players. So I think that, you know, we, this is a team that was in a rebuild and I think they're starting to come out of that rebuild. I think Bill Armstrong mentioned it. He said the handcuffs are now off. Um, and I, I brought some pieces in to make this team uh, better and be a contender, play meaningful games, and take that uh, take that big next step. So yeah. anything can happen. I know that. I, I played the game for a long time, and uh, I've been on teams um, that uh, had no business, and all of a sudden you, you believe, and uh, anything can happen. Wasn't it the two, was it 2012 when this team went to the conference finals? That team had no business. Right. I mean, I mean, you look at the D-backs. Right? You yeah. know, you never know what's going to happen next year, but this year you, you enjoyed it, and, and it was magical, and it just all came together. What I love about the Coyotes, though, is they have the pieces in the making for maybe they're not ready this year. Maybe they're not going to do it this year, but they're, they're going to tease us, and, and they're going to tempt us to, to, to think that they're going to be there, right? But yeah. they're going to be here for a long, long time because they didn't just bring in guys for one-year wonders to – to win the cup today or get to the playoffs today. This team is built for, for long term. This team's going to be really good for a long time. Clayton Keller, Nick Schmaltz, Barrett Hayes, yeah. Logan Cooley. I mean, Josh Doan in the future. we got so much in the pipeline in Tucson, too. So this is here going to be here for a long time. And they, see, that excites me because right now, and I know this is a tough one for guys like you who've played the game and everything else, but I had my whole life change as far as watching professional hockey going to the Mullet Center. I know that can't last. But there's something special about seeing, you know, I mean, the Maple Leafs or the Canadians or something traditional roll in, and you're basically seeing them in a farmhouse. You're, you know, it's kind of neat, and I'd like to see this team kind of gain fandom through that because that it's it's slap shot, 
with pro players. Right, right. That's a great. That, that's a really good analogy. I've never actually heard that before. Yeah. Um, and, and you're right. I mean, you go to like we were in the we were in the uh, I don't know what they call it, but in LA. I think it's a crypto doc, uh, yeah. crypto center or crypto dot com. Yeah. <laughs> used to be the Staples Center. It's a beautiful, right. amazing building, but you can hear a pin drop in there. It's so big, it's so massive. Yeah. And then the next night, we're playing the LA Kings in the mullet. It's like completely different. And you're right. You're watching Kopitar. You're watching Keller. You're watching your favorite best players in the world. At the worst seat is 13 rows off the ice. Yeah. So yeah, it's the shiny new penny right now. It doesn't work long term. We have an ownership group that's trying to find a, a, a parcel of land where they can build their, their dream entertainment district. I, I really, truly believe that's going to happen. But for now, uh, we're going to be in the mullet, and we're, we're enjoying it. The players are enjoying it. Yeah. It's a completely different experience. Where do you want the new stadium? Oh, anywhere. Let, let, let's put it that way. <laughs> Just anywhere. You don't care. Stick it somewhere yeah. and let's go. I mean, I, I, I want to, I want a job selfishly, uh, but, but more, more so. I mean, you look at, you know, where hockey is in the Valley and that's what people aren't talking enough about. You got Matthew Nyes. I don't know if you guys watched that game against the Toronto Maple Leafs last year. The kid is an absolute, yeah. uh, man rocket. I mean, he's a freaking unbelievable. This guy's a stud. 6'3, 220. He, I think he had three or four points last night. He's an Arizona kid. He's playing alongside Austin yeah. Matthews. He's an Arizona yeah. kid. Josh Doan, Red Savage, you know, the, the list goes on. Like, hockey here in the Valley is big. If this team goes away, it doesn't happen right away. But in 10 years, you know, hockey, youth hockey fizzles out here. And that yeah. would be the saddest part because we have worked so hard to grow it. They've done better than any other professional sport in this town building the youth. Because the Arizona teams have won, like, the juniors two or three times, right? They've won, like, tournaments up in Canada and stuff. Out of the blue, Arizona team shows up and knocks people down. Yeah, and the other thing people don't realize is I grew up in Edmonton. You walk into an arena, a youth hockey arena in Edmonton, you, you don't see Shane Doan out on the ice. You don't see Sean Burke. You don't see myself, Derek Morris, Ray Whitney, Steve Sullivan, Taylor Pyatt, Dallas Drake. These guys all coach. These guys are coaches at the youth level on the ice teaching these young kids from the grassroots level how to play the game. I mean, you don't get that anywhere in this world. So that's where it kind of starts, and, and it's, a, it's huge. By the way, uh, probably shouldn't Google or say Man Rocket anymore. I like oh, it. I just tell you, don't Google Man Rocket. I, that's a great phrase, but I just, I just think that's something you should probably It avoid. turned out pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, it turned out to be. Is, is that a picture of Paul Bissonnette? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, Fizz yep. <laughs> yeah, Nasty showed up, and, just, and it just said on top, watch this, and I didn't, I didn't hit play. I didn't want to. Yeah, man ladies' rocket. night on the man rocket. Yeah, and uh, yeah, okay, okay, laying yeah. off. Yeah, just stay off man rocket because a I almost giggled and b I looked it up. It's not a thing you think it is. Uh, now, when you are calling <laughs> hockey, do you look for uh, like you know home run calls, things like that? Are you always searching for something new? Like Kevin Ray's a friend of mine for the Suns, and we're always trying to get him to do a three point call. Let's get a Tyson Nash uh, goal call, and I have a good one. I think I want to throw at you, but what, what, like, do you have All one? Right, that yeah, throw it at me because uh, the horn. Yeah, it's, a, it's it's very Canadian. And I think okay. you'll like it because it's, uh, you know, when the, what happens when a goal is scored, they blow the horn, right? Right. Tug your horn. <laughs> I can't say man rocket, but I can say tug, tug yeah. your horn. Coyote that fans, was a horn tug. Coyote fans, tug your horn. 
All right. Work it in there. Well, we'll keep it. Look, if you say tug your horn and get fired, you have a job with me. No question. All day, all night. We'll get you on the show. All day. Stern, too. Yeah, uh, we'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we got plenty of places for you to land. But tug your horn is like nobody would get it yet. No, There's not enough Letterkenny fans. Dude, that would, like, But even if you did it like Shorzy, too. Tug your horn. If we did a thing. Where people kind of like the people in the know would laugh, and you'd become a legend immediately. <laughs> All right, I, I, I'm dialed. He's yeah, thinking. You got to keep it light. You're the color guy. You got to bring some color. Exactly. To now, who's the guy who hits the button that that makes the horn go off? You know what? I'm actually not even sure. I don't think I've. Uh, I don't think I've met him. But learn his we're name. Throw tug the horn in there. <laughs> we, we get a bond. <laughs> <laughs> if you can learn his name, and let's say it's just uh, Richard Page, right? Richard Page, tug your horn. Like, and every time there's a goal. Let's hear it for the horn. I think, I think it's a thing. I think that's good marketing right, right there. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, that's aggressive, but uh, yeah, I don't want to die away. But Tyson, it's only aggressive because you know. Yeah. The, the yeah. people the people watching be like, yeah, the horn, tug your horn. And then we'd have signs up to say tug your horn. Like it would become a legendary thing. And it's pretty funny without being like grotesque or bad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know if he's buying it. The, the worst part, though, is I did. The worst part, I didn't even create it. So it's like, it's you know, okay. Plagiarism. No. That's kind of how I went through high school. <laughs> yeah, right. And look at where it got you. It's, it's never ending. You've advanced. Yeah, keep it going. And I'm selling it to you for free. It's all yours. Tug your horn is the, the Tyson right. Nash call. All and right. Legendary. You know how, you know how many times you'd get replayed in, in all of a hockey night in Canada? They just run that like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I just I well, don't. I usually I actually don't usually get a talk until after the horn goes, so that might be <laughs> yeah. a problem. But, but maybe but, I'll say uh, what did we say the guy's name was Richard. We'll Richard just say Page. Richard Page. Yeah, we'll just say that's his name. Richard. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for the the uh, the horn tug. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good horn tugging right there. Something like that. Just yeah. get in, get in because uh, there's horns playing, so we might as well. And if somebody says, "Oh, that's dirty," you'd be like, "Where's your mind?" Your horn yeah. went off. You tug. You got to tug a string for it, and then we'll get Richard, the horn tugger, like a string, like an engineer on a train, yeah. and actually get him on the thing. And it says, "Tug your horn." This is too good. Yeah, it's just too yeah, good. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah, all right. I like it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sensing a lot of commitment there, Tyson. Nash. <laughs> At least in the program. <laughs> I don't think you're. I'm a little nervous, Nelly here, but yeah. I'll, uh... Maybe yeah. in the program where they have the if staff and stuff. It, you got to do it right. If you're gonna do it, you got to go full bore, man. You can't. You can't half-ass. You got to go full tug. Yeah, full yeah. tug. <laughs> yeah, that's right. See, you're already you're on committed. It. You're on it. I like that. Uh, what else do you think that the the franchise can do aside from just winning? Uh, that can uh, can appeal to people that make this kind of more of a hockey town. Because, like you said, there's a lot of interest from the youth. They've done a great job with that. What do you think they could do to be like you know in people's minds more? Sorry, I missed that, guys. I, had a, I think there was an advertising, R-rated advertising. <laughs> was, there, was there something, was in, your, something in your ear? No, I was saying, like, what do, yeah. you th- what do you think the franchise can do? What do you see that's missing outside of winning? What do you think that they can do to, like, kind of bring interest or get, get people talking about them? Win. Yeah, I mean, that's really you, it, you right? Guys have lived in Ar- you guys have lived in Arizona. I mean, there's too much to do. There's too much going on. we got four major sports in this town. Um, you know, the, the financial commitment, the, the world we live in, people aren't spending the money unless it's the product's worth it. So, yeah. uh, again, that's why I get excited though, because even though they don't win all the time, they are fun to watch. They are aggressive. 
there's tons of fights. There's, I mean, it is fun hockey. I leave the rink every night, and I'm like, that was fun. Yeah. That, that was a little bit old school. Like, I am so old school because I know what excites the fans. You watch the UFC, it's the most watched sport in, in the world, and you hear Dana White like him or hate him. The, the guy knows how to market a, a brand, and he's yeah. like, why is the NHL trying to limit fighting? You look at fights when they happen, they break out, especially in the mullet. It's the first thing people are on their feet. Everyone's screaming and yelling, and they're loving it. Then, then it's a big hit. Then it's a goal. So yeah. I, I think the uh, we need a little bit more of that. And this team, Bill Armstrong has built them spicy. These these guys are uh, they're aggressive. Well, they're big and speedy, which is crazy to watch. Like you've got a lot of speed. You, and got, you got some. You, you got, got some fighting. Size. You got yeah. man rockets, horn tugging. <laughs> I'm sold on this Crazy's thing. I'm going. <laughs> yeah, I just I I, I yeah. really I really don't you know because we we I've sat and watched for, again. I'm on the sidelines. I love hockey as a sport. I can't get into it because you're right. Locally, it's just been tough with all the politics and nonsense that's gone on. It feels like you're supporting something that may or may not be here. And the key to making it stay is supporting it and i just don't i just don't see maybe the new owners and everything else i haven't seen in the past people doing it right and from the inside it's kind of you're right it just comes down to winning there's really not a lot you can do yeah winning and and you do need leadership right and and leadership starts from from the ownership group and i really believe i've I've seen a lot of owners come and go here uh these guys are in it they want to spend two billion of their own money that's what they want to do, wow. and they, they've been up against it. Uh, there's a political, uh, you know, uh, as we know, the political world we live in. Yeah. It, it doesn't just come there. You can't just go out and apparently spend $2 billion on a piece of land and, and build your dream, um, sadly. But uh, that's what they want to do, and obviously when that announcement gets made, uh, I think you're going to see people and fans flocking to this team because uh, they're on the right path. Yeah, the right location of a, of an arena and a few wins under their belt, and you're going to have a city that. Because I remember, man, when they were in the playoffs and making that run a few years ago, this place was going goofy, even out in Glendale, which was eliminating half the city to get over there, and it was packed full right. and people cared. It was it's fun to watch when when a sport kind of uh, blossoms, and I'd love to see that because this team's it's it's almost that little engine that could they keep they keep getting there. like you know they keep getting their uh, door slammed in their face in their own town, and it's frustrating. Uh, because you don't want to see that keep happening. So hope, hopefully it works. But again, I encourage everybody, and I know you can back me up on this. If you have not seen a professional hockey game in your life, starting at the mullet is a great place to do it. It will sell you immediately. You you hear talking on the ice. You hear everything. You're so part of the game at that arena that it's a great introduction for people. Make you a lifelong hockey fan. You got that right. Well said. I, I couldn't say it any better myself. Yeah. It's, uh, there's nothing like it. Live, live uh, sports, uh, you know, especially hockey. You, you got to watch it live. It, yeah. It's great on TV because you can put me on mute. Um, but it's, uh, <laughs> but it's live and in person, there's so much that goes on behind the scenes, right? It's, it's something special. Yeah, it really is. Well, thank you, Tyson Nash. Thank you for everything you're doing and keep it up and give me one up the post out. It's in. Go. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. Tuck the horn is, is going to be out there, though. Yeah. So, yeah let, let's leave it at that. All right. Yeah. Tune um, in tonight. You can. You can hear it all. All right. If you say tug the horn tonight, I'll give you a hundred dollars. I'm giving you a hundred dollars every time you say it. <laughs> Hopefully, they, if they all score right. eight goals tonight, encourage it. I'll give you oh, eight hundred dollars to the Tyson Nash Fund. Perfect. I'd even take a group on, so whatever you're <laughs> Awesome. Tyson, thanks for your time, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. See, see you, boys. There you go. Uh, see, that's a good call right there, that tug your horn. People need to listen to me.
That's a big letter, Kenny thing. That's super Canadian. You bring and Shorzy is another spinoff from Letter Kenny. Tug your horn. He actually says, uh, "Tug your balls." Terrible thing after that. Tug your balls. You laid that one on me <laughs> oh, yesterday. Uh, tug your balls. Uh, Shorzy's the uh, Shorzy's hilarious. It's on Hulu. You should watch it. The first three set- uh, seasons of Letter Kenny. Quick, we'll fast make- pacing oh, right off the bat, and then fly. you start. Tug your horn. Yeah, it's great stuff. But if he says Tiger Hunt, a horn goes, and t- whoever the guy hitting the button is, if it's Paul, I don't know, Paul, does Paul hit the button? I don't know. We're going to have to ask him when he comes in. Paul Sura, tug your horn is just such a, people would know. And he knows because he's Canadian that tug your horn is. That'd be great. I was saying in the program, you have a picture of the horn tugger. With yeah. The engineer's hat on next Just to a little cartoon. Tug your horn, Phoenix. It's, it's perfect. Again, another brilliant marketing idea in our 22 years here. They haven't listened once, but I think Tyson might be on that. We'll see. The Coyotes are around, and it is kind of fun. We're in a sports town with four major sports, and we're ignoring one of them, and those guys are pretty good right now. And again, bandwagon away. That's the only way this team gets fans is through the bandwagon. That's it. I'm in that category you're talking about. Yeah. I haven't been to the Mall Center. You got to go. You've yeah. got to go. In fact, we're going to make it so we get a few games. I'll make a call, and we'll get a we'll get a row, and we'll take listeners. All right. I'm telling you, you as a sporting event, even if you're not a hockey fan, it, the energy at the mullet. It again, like he said, it's not sustainable. This can't go on. It's not. It's not a professional arena. But when you go there to watch hockey the first time, I saw the uh, Predators and Coyotes play with my buddy Craig, who's from Boston. And he's like, "This is the best hockey experience I've ever had," and he's been to the Garden. You know, he's a big Bruin or a Bruins fan. He's been to the Stanley Cup. This is the best atmosphere I've ever been in. And it was two teams that were horrible at the time. Just terrible. And it was just you're on top of it. Thirteenth row is the back. If amazing. I told you right now you had your thirteen rows from center court in a Suns game, you'd be like, best seats in that that's amazing. You can't get any further back at Mullet. So it's like watching hockey at the celebrity theater. I mean it's, no seats Yes. More than seventy five feet away or whatever Absolutely. it is. Yeah, yeah wow. exactly. Yeah, you're never it's crazy, and the energy's good, and the stadium's cool. Plenty of food and stuff. Like it's great. It's it, we got a little something special there to play with to kind of reintroduce you to this team. I'm I'm excited for them, and they are actually playing really good right now. So there's no such thing as a lifelong Coyote fan. People have supported them and tried. They're, you're out there, a couple of you, but for the most part, they need bandwagon jumpers. So there's no shame in saying, you know what? If they start playing well, I'm getting on. Run over that. That's how it happens. I will tell you though that the Mullet Center prices are a little bit heavy, but the experience you're, you're getting on look, seats. it's you're, like Brett said. It's like seeing you know Fleetwood Mac at Celebrity. You're going to pay extra. You're getting professional hockey, and and you know that tiny little place. It's an awesome thing. And ASU hockey should benefit from that. The whole reason that thing got built was because ASU. Anyway, thanks to Tyson Nash. Talk your horn, everybody. Tyson Nash. Let's see if he yells it tonight. Hundred bucks every time Tyson says it. I hope to God he does it and then giggles like crazy afterwards because he'll be a, an immediate legend. Thanks, Tyson Nash. Go Coyotes. It's 98. It's out of control now. 98. morning Love it. Still great. And the original of that thing is so different. You just don't even realize how uh, great a job they did with that thing because the original is so weird. Who did the original, you know? Africa Bambata. Africa Bambata. That's right. Nice job, Bert. Uh, It's 9.15 here in the morning sickness. If you want to grab that, that thing's 22 years old.
I'm sorry, 23 years old. Good Lord. Can that be? Uh, we're doing nice things. That's what we're doing around here. Good things. Trying to be good people to uh, our city. And again, I always say uh, when they go to like a mullet center or you go to the Diamondbacks who are over, Cardinals games, Suns games, they always have that moment where like, stand up for the troops. Support those troops. And do we? Sure, we stand up and clap. But do you support the troops? Uh, you can actually do something about supporting the people who protect us, our freedoms, and God knows what they're about to face. Who knows what's coming? It doesn't look good all over the place, and it looks like we're going to involve ourselves in all sorts of things. Hopefully we can avoid it, but they're on standby every single second of their lives. You just never know what's going on, and that's why you got to support these guys because they're definitely uh, better people than I am when it comes to that because I'm, I'm scared to death of that stuff. So they protect people like me uh, and you so we can have our freedoms and we can have this silly fart show that protects what we say and you, know, you can say tug your horn at the arena and everybody can laugh. Because it's a pretty great place to be. We get bashed all day long. This is a pretty goddamn great country. So uh, not to sit and wave the flag too hard, but wave that damn flag. There's nothing wrong with that. And we're helping out. Holmberg Helps, is called, uh, Operation Holiday Giving is what we got going on with Military Assistance Mission, uh, the MAM operation. And uh, you can go to 98kupd.com right now and check out what you can do. What they're going to do this year... Um, it says that we've teamed up with uh, with them. We're we're basically like Lerner and Rose, Superstar Car Wash, Global Credit Union, ninety uh, eight KUPD has teamed up with MAM. Uh, they put this thing together to help military parents provide gifts for their children this holiday holiday season. Veterans, active, uh, doesn't matter. Just military parents. Gift donations are being accepted through the Amazon wish list ninety eight KUPD dot com, or you can text the word gift to the number nine seven nine three six and get yourself some info right there on your phone. Military parents will be able to pick out gifts for their children December 16th at the Arizona National Guard. We're going to have it at the Readiness Center. And uh, a special thanks to everybody who's involved, like Lauren and Rose, Superstar Car Wash, Global Credit Union, and uh, Margie, who's over there at MAM and all the good people at Military Assistance Mission. Going to talk to Eric Bryan, who's on the board for MAM, because yesterday, I'm not kidding, on the phone, I wish I would have recorded it, impassioned plea. Can I come on and say something about, I'm like, what you just said needs to be heard. From the perspective of a veteran who's back, who's protecting. I didn't know half the stuff he was saying about paychecks and how when you're overseas or you're deployed away from your family on the holidays, they don't care. You know, I've screwed up your check. You'll get it again in a week. And it's like, well, it's Christmas. It's December. I'm screwed. And a lot, of these, country. a lot of these guys are making it, you know, one at a time, uh, one check at a time, like a lot of people. And you're out of the country. You can't control this. You don't have a chance to shop. You don't have a chance to do this. You don't have, And uh, this helps. Veterans who are... For whatever reason, hard times, something else, can't provide for their families. This is a way to support those people who have been through it for us. And the way Eric was talking, I'm doing a poor job of even relaying his slight little message to me over the phone. Which, by the way, was one of those moments where you just feel like, you know, there's going to be all sorts of, uh, like, patriotic music and stuff going on behind him. Because he was just, it just meant so much to him when he said it. So I'm like, Don't come play in. the Team America. Come, <laughs> come in right and meet him. Yes, it is. It is absolutely. <laughs> Are you kidding? It's because you said it. No, I'm going <laughs> to. We have to help the troops, Gary. It was. It was that. Like, there should have been a band behind him playing. Because when Eric was talking, I was all ears. And it was uh, awesome. Eric's a good dude anyway. But uh, some of the stuff he's told me about his time over in Iraq back in the day was brutal. Changes I mean, you've mentioned it before. Talk to our friend Danny. Danny. This stuff. Danny's an amazing human being. Was a sniper. Up with. Uh, our buddy who runs Eric's family barbecue, Anthony. The things he's seen and oh, done. Man. And what he's come back for. 
Uh, so there's plenty, and they, you know, these are you know three stories that we know everybody's got a few. So when we say support the troops, let's actually do it. Let's actually do something for them. This is a nice thing. And the folks at Military Assistance Mission, I mean, the things Margie's been through. She runs that operation. The things she's been through. There's some stories there. So uh, they're a good organization. I'm happy to just put our little toe in their water and help out. So 98kupd.com is where you can go. Click on Holmberg Helps. I'm not a huge fan of the name, but it works. Holmberg Helps. It's something. Alliteration is always key in radio. Uh, and then uh, get involved because it's a good thing. And then on December 16th, the fruits of these labors will come to fruition and everyone will uh, see the benefits of helping, of actually doing something. So it's always nice to say, hey, thanks for your service and whatever. Let's do something great for them. Because normally on the week of uh, Veterans Day, we do the pack it up and send it overseas to the troops. To Arizona. And oh, by the way, it's all for Arizona troops, too. It's our guys. We're keeping it here. So it's the people right. deployed that's from right. Arizona, and we're doing it, you know, because that's what we're responsible for. So let's do that. Arizona families directly affected by this, uh, just like when we send out the the pre prepared packs for these guys who were when we first started it in the desert, swamping it out, not having toothbrushes and floss and deodorant and everything else, uh, and that worked out great. Getting those letters back from those guys was awesome. This one changed it up a little bit because the deployment's a little different right now, but very happy to help. So thank you to uh, Ma'am. And all the folks involved. Homework helps, 98kupd.com. Uh, tip of the cap already. I know you guys will come through. You always do. Somebody Easy asked beat. me the other day, what lady are you talking about when you... You guys, always, you guys know when you say ma'am. That's, that's oh, ma'am. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ma'am. Not a person. Ma'am. Yeah, it takes your while to adjust a little bit. You hear people throw it out there. <laughs> well, it's the ma'am operation. Yep. <laughs> it's like Vicki Lawrence going to come into the... Here you go, ma'am. Hey, mama. They're great people. Look them up, too. Military Assistance Mission. Their origins and their goals are unreal. So uh, we're happy to be part of it. So thank you guys in advance. You will come through. I'm positive of it. You always do. And hopefully you think like we're doing the right things because we're just tagging along. Again, not our idea. We're putting our hooks in something we think is good and telling you about it. You're already on Amazon. Just check out our Amazon wish list. That's it. Click a couple things. It's that easy. You don't even have to get involved. Simple stuff. So it's a good thing. Uh, Be kind. Uh, We're going to do the uh, hot releases coming up next. And again, Anthony, Eric's Family Barbecue, tied to that as well. We all know somebody. Uh, Hot releases are next. It's 98. It's out of control now. 98. K-U-P-D. Seven Dust. Post-concert Psyching Rock, still a thing, right? A yeah. week ago. Week they ago. didn't do that song, though, from what, what I hear. Yeah, they didn't play that song. You open or close with right. black. Exactly. What? You yep. open with black. It's yep. a great opener. I know. Did people just miss the beginning? I, no. It's it was, not it's on the set on list. It's on the set list. Yeah, I've... I, I demand my money back. I would and I want to hear about 10 of their songs, but yeah. if Black's not in there, I've been robbed. Yep. Robbed, I tell you. Uh, we had uh, Ali. What was her name? Ali, A-H-L-E-Y. Uh, influenced by my talk of quitting as a school teacher and uh, doing something else with your time. She makes $210,000 a year as an OnlyFans model now. And she says thanks to my constant badgering of teachers to quit their jobs and give the kids back. You're, there you go. You got a teacher at your place, Toledo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Flash that honey Holy hole, fans. sister. 210 grand. I'm not, I'm not against it. Yeah. Because, <laughs> again, there's my... got some travel plans coming up in the next couple of years. Is my ratio wrong? She likes two or three kids a class, tolerates no, 10, hates 18. You're spot on. <laughs> She's got uh, the lowest, I think the lowest 
amount of kids this year for the first time in like five years. By that the, she likes? No, no, no. She's got like, I think, 25 total. Most years she's got like 30. Okay, so she's got a decent situation because she's got she's, two or three she likes, she's 10 got she tolerates. Five maybe that she likes. Again. That's the core. Maybe. Three About she five. likes. I'm, I'll break it down. I know this. Three she likes for sure. Two that are kind of on the cusp. Tolerates the others. Then 10, 10 or 12 she hates. Oh, Ask her easy, tonight. easy, yeah, ten or twelve. It's, they're just they're every, and, every and it's class. every year, and it's every year. And if you're thinking it's not your kid, it's hundred yeah. percent your if you, kid. It's like poker. It's hundred percent your. If kid. you can't tell which kid the asshole is, it's yeah. your kid. And if you've ever sent an email to your teacher asking for little concessions for Johnny, there's a program for that. <laughs> well, like the lady you said, you got to file paperwork. File paperwork. But don't ask your teacher to give you because your hand is cramping. <laughs> That's what this girl said. She got the I message know. saying, "I can't. My kid can't write anymore because there's a lot of writing. And School's a lot of writing." So she got out of it. She went to OnlyFans, 210000 So we influenced that. Then I get an email from Omar Marquez, uh, who wants to go. Now he's like, me too. And I don't know what Omar's deal is because Omar keeps like, he's alluding to the fact that he may be handicapped. And I'm not sure if there's, like, I have to find out, Omar, what are you? Uh, because he keeps telling me stuff like, uh, you know, I can I can do this. My head's too lumpy. I can't do that. And like, he wants to get on OnlyFans. Do women have handicap fetishes? If they do, I'm sitting on a gold mine. And I don't know if that means hey, his chair or Omar, his body or... It's not just women that have those fetishes. That's right. Do it for the dudes too, boy. Dudes would be tugging their horns to you, Omar. And then he says to me, uh, the last one, where he said, uh, he said, if they got him, I said, well, let's do it, Omar. You quit your job and do it. I encourage you. I, I was 210,000, the last person that followed through with my advice. Said, uh, sounds good, but my hair has started thinning. I'm like, that doesn't matter. Stop. And he goes, my head isn't shaped like yours. It's lumpy, so I don't know if I could pull it off. Well, this is the confidence issue. You don't know until you do it. Wheel yourself over to the mirror and look in there and go, I can do this. You're good enough as you are, Omar. That's right, Omar. Why don't you face all those selfies? That's right. If you can still make faces. I don't know if your yeah. face muscles are paralyzed, too. Maybe it's natural. And I don't know if you can do selfies because that requires hand usage. Come on, man. I would like to be on Norway fans. Yeah, I'd like to watch. The, I would watch Stephen Hawking try to tug his horn. Put a through. selfie stick in his hand. I'd he probably grip, right? Pay by the hour. Stick. <laughs> I'd, I'd pay by the hour on that. Dave, going to tug my horn. We eventually. Oh, Megan, Megan, Megan. Come How's here. he doing? Stephen Hawking's trying to tug his horn. He can't move his hands. <laughs> Mr. Holmberg, you're out of time. Oh, oh. charge mm. it again. <laughs> anyway, it's time for the hot releases, and they are brought to you by, good luck, Omar, brought to you by Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Simply the best BBQ in town, in all of Arizona, in fact. Uh, brisket is the king at Eric's Family BBQ. All family staff there, too. Great people. Again, Veterans Day, thanks to uh, Anthony for his uh, service. And they got good beer. They got all that stuff. Eric's Family BBQ in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Eric's Family BBQ.com. Must be a consultant meeting, Brad. <laughs> I'm telling you. What happened? Someone <laughs> a lot gone. of laughter. Loud laughter oh, yeah. down the hall. Get, bet you can't guess who that is. David Moore from yeah. Castle X laughs, laughs the loudest. <laughs> he who laughs loudest laughs last. Because he's usually knocked cold. <laughs> Stopping so loud. He's a very loud laugher. Uh, all right, who we got going first? Who do you want? Yeah. I'll take uh, you, Toledo. All Go right. ahead. All right, the big, uh, there's a couple other video games out, but the biggest one comes out on Friday. Uh, we know this one well. Call of Duty Modern Warfare oh, 3 is God the latest damn, I version. I got a PS5. Yeah. The gameplay on this looks real. You've seen the ads. Oh, my God. All your football lately. It's great. Let me jump ahead and illustrate some of the gameplay. This is scary. Drones. Jesus. 
They're doing your plane training. Did you check oh, that Oh, yeah, out? we did that yesterday at the Tactical Black. It was so cool. You got new skins, you got drones, you got all kinds of world maps. Wow, underwater. We got seals and scuba stuff. Alright, this is ridiculous. Maybe a half an hour before every kid in town will blow you away. Right. You can't, I'll never play online because (laughs) they manage, like, I'm still trying to figure out what buttons my thumbs can touch. And meanwhile, my head's getting popped off every three seconds by some stranger. And by the way, Fitz is already great at it, so don't Uh, get him in there either. He's somehow he's already played. Um, The Killer is the latest movie from David Fincher. Yeah. Uh, It's on Netflix. That comes out this week. Uh, starring Michael Fassbender. A focus tool. Focus tool. Keeps the inner voice from wandering. What's this about? He just a murderer? Yep. yep. Oh, sweet. Oh, jeez. This is what it takes. So it's just inside the head of a lunatic murderer. Well, he's a for hire. Oh, so it's a hit. process yeah. is purely logistical. If I'm affected, Great. it's because of one simple fact. I don't give a move. Nice. Thank you. I said it. I read it. For what it's worth, I would never have involved your female friend. This looks great. Fastbender's a perfect ice cold person. That's a go- that's called the killer. Yep. On Netflix, I'm all over that. That looks. That's the first movie I've seen a trailer for. I've wanted to see in a long time. Uh, for cool. all mankind, season four is out on Apple TV this week. It's the uh, series about the space race. No, okay. Let's put the first man. I watched on the like the first two seasons of it. Was, there's three seasons of this. Or four seasons. Oh, it's a TV show. It's yeah, not yeah, yeah, oh, it's a series. Mars. I thought it was like a documentary. Something incredible. This asteroid, it could change everything for people back home. There's more iridium in the asteroid than has been mined in the entire history. Oh, they're of talking about, yeah, because that's a real thing. So here's what I think's happening with, because uh, they always do that. Manchurian Candidate was something that was a movie. That they always go back to that where it's kind of like, we'll teach them a thing and then yeah. it'll become normal when it's real. Right. And that's like, oh, that makes sense to us. Like, because when it becomes real, you're like, I've seen this before. Rather than the shocking, this uh, thing we're finding with asteroids having, uh, you know, 20 times the value of Earth's money. Yep. Nickel. And inside of them. All over. I've noticed there's a lot of sci-fi stuff that's leaning into that pretty heavy. Like, immediately. To kind of get us used to the idea that we're going to have wars over asteroids right. soon. Mining. Yeah, we're going to mine asteroids, and it's going to be for the money, and it's going to be richest guys win. And you're going to start getting used to uh, whatever's after trillion, but bajillions. They're going to be some of those dudes. You know, these rockets that these private guys want, that's not for you and me to go bounce around and look at the sun. (laughs) No. That's so they can get closer to these valuable rocks that keep floating by. We don't see the, we don't, you don't, especially when you're younger, when you're a cynical old prick like me. You start going, what do they need rockets for? What's going on? Oh, iridium mining. <laughs> like I, I don't even know what that is, but they want those rocks. What happened with the uh, satellites? Completely. It's always so the rich many. guys who sit back and go, all right, let's get, let, we'll, we'll build our own. They start building rockets at home, and nobody's batting an eye to it, but the richest people in the world want rockets right now. 
Not because they're big space people. It's where the next. Oh no, they're entrepreneurs. The next Look frontier. At that first, first and foremost, the next frontier is sitting floating by us, and Absolutely. we're like, why don't we wrangle some of those? All right. Also on Netflix is Escaping Twin Flames. It's about uh, inside the Nexum sex cult. Three years. Oh. Most of this great wealth What's comes the- directly from teaching others how to have beautiful, healthy, loving, romantic relationships. So, I thought that everything in why my not life turn was the internet to, to find your soulmate enter Jeff Shalea, you leaders of the Twin Flames universe who sell online classes that guarantee that harmonious union with your desired partner. Ooh. Thousand people in the group. Desperate for love. love. They're saying things like, are you ready for the ultimate love of your life? What Jeff and Shalea do has nothing to do with love. It's control. You're getting some prime ass tea. Yours twin flame, and this is your union. Jeff taught us to pursue our twin flames at all costs. When I spoke up about how I was feeling, I got shunned by Jeff and Shalia. Liar! Andrew's lying! Andrew's lying! Liar. You're either feminine at your core or masculine at your core. I questioned. What were they doing that was so wrong? These people just seem desperate for love, and they took advantage of it. Yeah, they're basically charlatans that kind of held, you know, influence over people. If you're dumb enough to pay someone else to find totally you a date, agree. you're going to get scammed eventually. Totally agree. All right, Sesame Street season fifty. Brett, if I John. give you five hundred dollars, right? Well, <laughs> don't start Nothing. that. I didn't do anything. <laughs> you you bleed it out with just your stupid smile. <laughs> I know what you were thinking I don't there. Do anything. <laughs> we have a friend. Is it? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> but if I said I'll give you five hundred bucks, go find me a date, and I'll do that every week until you get me a good one, you're going to be all over that. Yeah. yeah. I'll never find that's, you the right one. I'm just going to keep the money. Flowing. Exactly. Well, what's your motivation? You're going to exactly. do a slow roll. Right. You're going to throw yeah. out some yeah. pigs at first. Yeah. What's your yeah. motivation to get me the real one? Then you stop getting Nothing. paid. Yep. If you keep me, if you keep churning broads in my life, I'm yeah. like, oh, it just didn't work out. It didn't work out. You're doing a good thing. Yeah, I'll bring some that's wildebeest not, by. And- right, that's not being a charlatan. That's a dude just saying, all right, I'll Your do it. It's an entrepreneur. Won't last long if it's a wildebeest. <laughs> yeah, if you're bringing me wildebeest, I'm like, this guy doesn't. Yeah. Really. Well, but if you brought me a few a little bit better ones. next time, and you know. All right, uh, I was going to show you season 54 of Sesame Street, which starts this week, but we're up on time, so I wanted to get what? this one in for Brett. 007, Road to a Million. This what would you cool. do for a million pounds? Well, the producers of the Jane Bond films. Nine pairs of everyday people take on a series of Bond-inspired challenges under the watchful eye of the controller. Logan Roy. Brian Cox. Yeah, Brian Cox is awesome. If they find them, answer them, they win a million pounds. The only thing standing in their way is me. Here we go again, brother. So they do Bond-like yeah. activities and yeah, try to nice. win million bucks. Starts that's on cool. Friday. That looks cool. And that's about it. Also, yeah, the man. Marvels, uh, the latest Marvel movie is out. Don't care. So yep. With Jay everybody knows. His Jay Cutler review is don't care. I'm not 12. Yep. All right. Uh, Brett, go. Music. All right. We're kind of light on music, so uh, let's not forget about Fog Hat. They got a brand oh, new one coming what? out here. Yeah. Uh, she's a little bit of everything. Brand new you Fog Hat. New fog Hat. Yeah. Yeah, look at how old they're. Wow, it sounds like old fog. State fair near you. County fair. I'm still a fool, smile on the inside. That's the original dude? No. Yeah, I don't think so. But. Isn't he shaved his head? He looks great. Got money to pay for animation, John. Keep some history. That's one of the kids that did that. 
power band oh, sound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Fog Hat. Uh, how about Horse Whip? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, this is Plague Machine. This will be awesome. Yeah. Horse Whip. Repeat that. Huh? Come chorus to the chorus. Yeah. Their videos are so great. How do you identify parts of these songs? I, that was the bridge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the verse. This is the verse. Yeah. Okay. And here's the bridge. Two, three, four, bridge. Nope. Another verse. Kind of. Hold on. Building. No, that's the first one. Comes the drop. Here it comes. Here's the bridge right here. There you go. Okay. That might be the chorus. That's the chorus. That's the chorus. That's the hook. Yeah, there's the hook. We should do this more often, breaking down the parts of these. Back to verse. Verse three. Yep. Oh, no. This is a bridge. This is? Yeah. Still? We're back in it. Yeah. And now it's going to speed back up on eight. Uh, let's think about that one. Nope. Yeah, one more time through. Deconstruct this in Palladio in two weeks. Nope. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't recognize anything. <laughs> so, yeah, that's in stores on Friday. Uh, Chris Stapleton. Oh, nice. By the way, he's got one. Nobody emailed me. I wasn't serious about the times. I was kidding. The point of that was I don't know anything on that song. It's a mess. <laughs> oh, they're coming. This I is... like Chris Stapleton until he starts yelling. It, this is it takes a woman, so I don't think he's gonna yell on this one. Always unless she pisses him off. You don't like his uh, his is it Monday night football? Love it. Never He'll eventually yell at you. Every song. Honey, you hear me. It's, it's what country used to be, which was rock and roll. He's not dumb country. He's, he's not show me your fish, Clayton Anderson. He's good. Here it comes. Fast forward to, I guarantee, starts yelling at you. Go to like the... After that, right there. No, forward. Forward about three quarters in, I bet you start yelling at him. Good though. Yeah, if I was driving across Texas. The Monday Night Football song is good. Oh, it's awesome. I, I think the Snoop part is the bad part of it. Yeah. It's the way it's just I like they tried to fit it in there. It's shoehorned in. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. Uh Cold War Kids. This is uh Stray. What did they do? Why do I know that? The sneakers song. Yeah, that's no, no, that they I think we played them for a minute. Didn't they do the Cool kicks. No, that was Foster to People. Yeah. I don't know what Cold War Kids do. No, I, I, I didn't know we didn't. I'm thinking of somebody else. That's enough. Yeah, okay. Wow. Uh, how about this one? Trash Knife. Yeah. <laughs> Great name. This is Party Friends. Oh, I like Trash Knife. Just the name. They could be terrible, and I don't know. Just the trash knife. The drummer looks like the drummer for Trash Knife. Canadian Hawks. 
gosh. Welcome to play, Dion. Ding. 31st place. Hey, they put the, put what they are in their title. They are trash knife. All right. All right. And that brings us to the game of Sweep of the Nation, N-word or F-word. I have it this week. This is uh, Too Nasty with a Z. Too Nasty. Be my bitch. Did you get it last week? Yeah. I oh, I, I thought it. I got it. No, no you didn't. I know you didn't. Because you, you were the, <laughs> the other one. Before. I thought oh, I got it. I'm going hardcore N-word. All right. I'll go angry F-word. Very angry F-word. With intent. With like, yeah. It's like, ooh. <laughs> he's not, he might actually do it. Brady? Mm. I got to go friendly N-word. Okay. Okay. Now, there is an S-word before we hit the other word. Okay. So, you're going to have to listen. All right. Is it pretty yeah, high-ass heels and a nice-like skirt. So, G-Street drove in. Bitch, go to work. Let me know when they can start her out. Was that it? I picked it wrong. Brady got it. Was that it? Yeah, that was it. Did I hear the S? I think I missed everything. He was having fun. I didn't hear it. What happened? Nobody else did. Are we okay? Is the ship sinking? Good thing we had 16 seconds. Jesus Christmas. The nasty. Too nasty. Nasty. That was a friendly N-word, correct? Okay. Oh, yeah. Very colloquial. Gonna have to listen to that again to hear any of the words. I got duped <laughs> by the uh, album cover there. Yeah, my white alarms went off, but I wasn't yeah, sure well, if I was right. <laughs> All right, there you go. The hot releases. Congratulations, Freddie. Good win for you. It's ninety-eight KUPD. It's out of control now. There you go. That thing rocks. That's a great... That's the best Metallica song in 25 years. Lux Eterna. Love that. Death Magnetic's got a couple good ones, too, but I love that one. Uh, off 72 Seasons takes me right back there to their COVID weekend in early September. He clobbered that, and the guy felt like he was going to drop dead on stage. We got a nice uh, nice little story along with our Metallica shows here. Uh, it's 10.03. It's time for the Entertainment Drill. It's brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black Self-Defense Training. I was out there yesterday. We did the airplane thing. They just did their last airplane seminar of the year. Uh, it's awesome to be on a, you know, being held hostage on an airplane. was the. It's awesome. The stuff you can do fighting on an airplane. We get to do fights. They have a, they built a, an airplane in their facility with airplane seats and an airplane. And the guy next to you goes nuts in the middle of the drill. You got to learn how to fight in an airplane. And it happens. Crazy part is people lose it in airplanes now. You never know who's the guys next to you. And, the, you know, we had knives and guns and just fist fighting and all that stuff. And it was a blast. It's like, what happens if the guy next to you decides to roll up a magazine and face you with it? You don't realize how hard a magazine is when it's rolled up and it comes at you blunt side in. You get bopped and you didn't expect the guy next to you to go nuts. Anything can be a weapon. Anything can get used. What are you going to do about it when it happens? Will you cower or will you have some sort of plan? And they teach you that. That's one of the best seminars I've ever been a part of was their airplane one. they got a couple more coming up. Women's self-defense. They'll do uh, your corporate stuff, too. If you've got an office, you're like, you know, you got like 25 people here. We don't know what to do in case of an emergency or some looney tune uh, decides to snap and come into our building. They'll walk you through that. Corporate seminars, uh, one-on-one training. They've got the classes. They've got special gift certificates right now. One month of training for 189 bucks just covers everything you've ever wanted from them. Uh, and you can get it for a stocking stuffer, someone you care about, or just yourself. And you can learn how to become a better version of you. Yesterday's stuff was awesome. And especially, i got to thank Jay. Uh, he's a former baseball player, uh, Jay Ackerman up there. He used to play all the time. 
and he brought his glove, and I have my glove in the car. And for the first time in about seven years, I threw a baseball uh, as part of my uh, physical therapy after my shoulder surgery uh, with limited amounts of pain. Threw 60, 70 balls around. It was awesome. And the skipper came in and pulled you? I pulled myself. I, started, I got a little dead arm quick. I was it's been say, a while. You said limited pain, so there was... Oh, afterwards. Well, you know, I haven't thrown sensation. for a while, but man, oh man, was it great. And so, you know, Jay's helped me out with a lot of stuff up there and physical therapy. Again, crawl, walk, run. It's the, the shape you're in. I've had four surgeries and I've, I've never stopped going to them. They worked around my problems. Why? Because nobody on the street who sees me with an injury, a sling, a limp, a recent surgery, they don't care. They see me as weaker. So you learn how to get around that. It's crazy when you think about it. Like, there's no timeouts in the world. If I go to if I go to the QT and some guy's like, oh, this dude in his sling's going to be an easy target, he'd have a lot uh, to deal with that he didn't realize, <laughs> thanks to the guys up there. No matter what shape you're in, trust me, I've been in bad shape for a long time. Uh, they'll get you going. Find your strengths and use them. That's what they do. ReactDefense.com. It's the home of tactical black. Brady, entertain me. People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive will be announced tonight. Ooh, who will it be? Jimmy Kimmel announces what? it. Announces oh, it. I was going to say, Christ. That's a terrible Call one. Dr. Schwartz. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Jake, you're gonna, I want you to blind me again because clearly this is working too well. You have four two-time winners. Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Johnny Depp, and Richard Gere. He's not. Uh, who would it be now? Yeah, it People, might be that weird Timothy Chalamet. I was going to say uh, Jason Momoa, Momoa or something. Momoa. Good one. Yeah, Momoa. He's had a pretty big year. He's got that uh, liquor that's coming out. He's got his vodka or tequila or whatever he's selling. Vodka. Yeah. Me- oh. Melee, I think. Okay. Yeah, he's he's a good choice. That's a good one for money. I don't know why that Timothy Chalamet in that Wonka movie has it, because chicks dig skinny weird dudes now. And I think maybe that's a thing. Sean Connery is the oldest recipient. You know what they haven't done for a while, though? Well, Idris Elba won a couple years ago. They haven't gone uh, diverse. Been a lot of white dudes. But Idris got it a couple years ago. David Beckham got it in 2015. Yeah, I was looking at it. Hmm. 2014 was Chris Hemsworth. Good one. Very sexy. Um, How come we can't do sexiest woman alive? How's that They do. They gave uh, in 93... Well, Cindy Crawford and Richard Gere were named the sexiest couple of the year. I don't think you can do sexiest um, woman because that's like... Sexiest woman alive was 2014 Kate Upton. But wow. Like you said, I Tom Cruise was the youngest. He was 27 when he was awarded it in 1990. Hmm. They didn't give it out in 84, but in 2015 they retroactively uh, gave it to Keanu Reeves. <laughs> they gave they, just eighty four. They skipped it. Yeah. The Russian boycott. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger says the first thing you should do in the morning is some kind of physical activity. He says, "Don't think when you get up because you'll think of stupid stuff. It comes into your mind, negative stuff. Just get up and start. Yeah, get something done. Yep. Muck, muck the horses or donkeys. You know what's crazy? His documentary about himself. Yeah." Which is fairly remarkable that it's one human life when you watch it. The dude's it is. It's he's an cool. amazing man. It changed me a little in watching that when he said, be useful. And for some reason, that rings in my head when I'm like, I got to get something done. Yeah. And then I hear him go, be useful. Do something. Always do something. Always be useful. And it's a great way to think. Like, it was just a great little two-word phrase. Be useful. The Stallone one is 
good as well because he talks about some. Yeah, that, that one just came out. Yeah, he's been through some stuff. Less remarkable life than uh, Arnold, though, because all Stallone was was uh, actor writer. Like, but it was consider Arnold bodybuilder. You know the background of how you know Rocky happened, and sure. but but you don't realize the struggles that he had. Oh, there's kids dying and all that, but you got. To me, Schwarzenegger's life is dominating three aspects of something. He decided he everything right, he, he did three, he, yeah. he dominated it. He'd have been president if he'd have been allowed. It's pretty cool to hear him both. Yeah, you know, hundred percent been president. Absolutely, especially now. If Arnold was allowed to be president, he'd have been president ten years ago. And they're um, both in each other's documentaries talking yeah. about how man how much they were at war in yeah. the movie box office you have to do a documentary the, the money is ridiculous you won't be uh, you won't be the same person you get it all off your chest nobody cares they'll forget about it in a few days be useful sylvester hey yo you know i don't want to do a documentary about all the stuff that's happened to me you know i was in oscar Ew. we lost a true legend of the martial arts he's left us to the dojo in heaven who is it martial arts coordinator pat e johnson he was the one who taught Ralph Macchio the crane kick, the karate kid. Illegal kick. He was the... Uh, no kicks to the face. He won on he the He was the referee in all of the karate kids. He was 84 years old. Originally, he was the fight coordinator all the way back to Bruce Lee's Enter the Dragon in 1973. Good buddies with uh, Chuck Norris. Illegal kick, karate kid. Yep. And who was the, who was the true sportsman in that? Johnny. Got the kick delivered right to his face, even though clearly in all the rules, no face shots with the feet, no kicks to the head. And he walked over and he shook his hand and said, great job. The refs didn't catch it. Congratulations. And he handed him the trophy. Good man, that that Johnny from the Cobra Kai. A no call. He lived with a no call his whole life. That's why his life fell apart when you watch Cobra Kai. Although Eagle Fang, come on. <laughs> Not much better than that logo. Dr. Phil is launching his own cable network channel. It's uh, called You Bitch. Shut up, you bitch. (laughs) Same directly at Oprah. Merritt Street Media and Dr. Phil Primetime will be the uh, the 8 p.m. slot. And then he's going to have it filled with uh, some other news uh, programs. I've been doing my podcast, Fill in the Blanks. Where the blank is always bitch. It's like Mad Libs, only there's one word to choose. The uh, Veterans Day special, American Valor, a salute to our heroes, returns on Saturday to all major networks. ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, and CW. That's good. Marine Corps vet Rob Riggle will host it again. It's loaded. Bradley Cooper, Tom Cruise, Michael Douglas. Chris Evans. All saying nice things. Jake Gyllenhaal. Goldie Hawn. Oh, she's been touched by aliens. We yep. learned that this week. Not Stallone. By the way, if you run a company or you're a manager or a boss and you want to be a hero and actually support the troops, not only can you go to 98kupd.com and click on that and help, you could just give a veteran the day off Friday. Oh, there you go. How about that? Paid, paid day off. Great if move. If they celebrated or not, paid day off Friday. For the vets. How about that? Put a little pressure on those folks. You say you support the troops. You actually get some sort of weird write-off for hiring veterans. Take advantage of it. Give them a day off. I think that's a great idea. 
any veteran that rolls in on Friday, first thing you say is, you need to go home. Get out of here. You've already done your job. We got you from here, kid. Reach out to him Thursday night. (laughs) Why don't you take... Well, you got to give him a little more time. Get out of here, Wedge. Last thing you want to do is surprise him with stuff. You never know. (laughs) Give him a day or two to, like, plan something out. Yeah, I think that's a nice thing. Uh, We're all done. Larry's coming up next. He's got money for you. The Excellent Adventure is 46 minutes away. He'll give you that word. And then stay online for a few minutes. After Larry gives you the word at 11, don't go offline immediately. Larry notices. Is that not true? You do he, he notice. Don't act like you don't. Know, like I, do. I said to you the other day that I was watching the apps, and I was yeah. like, oh, after I gave out the keyword, there was like 20 right. people that dropped Stick off. around. Mm. Hurts people's feelings when you just jump off the boat. He loves you. Okay. It's, no, it's bad. We keep him on. You're required if you enter this contest to stay online for 30 minutes. Or Larry will kick you out. It's in the rules now. Roll call. That's right. Larry's kind to you. Be kind back. He's going to give you a whole bunch of stuff today, including a shot at three grand from Valley Toyotas. And Larry's excellent adventure. Pay attention. We're done. Have a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning. Sickness. So long. It's out of control now. I need you, PD.